Friday. It's 5.45. My name's John. There's Brady. Red Vesley. Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. We're ready to go. And all right, all right, calm down. The sky's not falling, Chicken Little Arizona fans. This is the rough part of... Got a uh, bad feeling This is the rough part of Arizona sports. This is the... And and it happens in a lot of places, but I think we might lead the nation in Chicken Little. Uh, I see it with Cardinal fans, and I giggle, because I like to egg it on. They Chicken Little a lot. A lot. Ooh, they get so high off of basic stuff. The Hail Murray, they lost their minds after the Hail Murray. This team's going to go to the Super Bowl. It's just a magic season. And then they start bringing in the word magic and wizardry and fate. And then they get their asses kicked a couple days later. What happened? The world kept... I had them in the... They were Super Bowl. Same thing. You, you, you can't expect the Suns to sweep and never lose. They got their asses kicked last night. By a team who's also in the Western Conference Finals for a reason. Not because they just won a lottery. By the other team and the refs, though. Well, the refs didn't do anything last oh. night. Let's not do that, Brady. Again, that's that Arizona sports fandom. You can look and say the refs have done a poor job, but uh, last it was night a I, different crew. Last night, I think yeah, it, was, it was. Well, that was the one. Was it you that told me that, that Chris Paul has never won a game uh, when the ref from last night's game was the head official? No, I didn't. It's yeah. a weird little statistic. Really? That's what you get when you start hanging out with Kevin Ray, voice of the Suns. And I told Trip last night we had a, a little thing at the house there, people watching, uh, and uh, the boys came by and we watched the game together. And Kevin was there, and I told Trip when I'm standing next to Kevin Ray, I said, if you start doing a little uh, color commentary on the game, Kevin will start calling the play-by-play. He, it's just in him. I don't think he knows he does That's it. why I thought maybe you, got, you mic it up, get two mics next time and do Fantastic. the game. Fantastic. We could oh, do the game. Great. We could do the game. It'd it would be. be. But, you know, you got to have – we'll bring in producers, statisticians, and stuff like that, and I could be – We could, well, the idea of the, the calling the podcast yeah, and just having, a, you know, a no-holds-barred podcast call the game. And the Suns would actually hire that would be great. Like, there's cussing and there's, like, actual, you know, speaking like human beings kind yeah. of thing. Because Kevin's great, but he will actually start to – he doesn't know he does it. Because I'll sit and I'll say, you know, Clippers are shooting at 47%. The Suns right now – well, that's right, John. The Suns are shooting at 36%. So it's not like the Clippers are running away with this game because they're playing so well. It's because the Suns shooting it. I'm like, here we go. I'm, I got a broadcast. I got it. And he does. I don't know that he's, he's got that stat grid on his phone he, going all the time. It's like a ticker tape. <laughs> it's awesome to watch a game with Kevin, who, who doesn't get to call these playoff games. He's dying to get out there and call them. It's his job. It's like a dog watching another dog on TV. Sometimes when dogs see dogs on TV, they're like, he's got a ball. Why don't I have a ball? And starts watching him like, I, I, I want to be that this. dog. I, I want to be this. I want to be the guy on that. I want to do that. So, yeah, we're there last night. We're watching. Everything's fine. And, you know, the whole thing gets going. And you watch this clunker of a game. I think yesterday, if you wanted to go back to what we were saying, I do believe I said that if the Suns lost a game uh, to the Clippers, it would be by, like, 16 points, 17 points, because this Clipper team does that. They just bounce on you once. The sad part about last night's game is it wasn't that the Clippers were good. They didn't play a good game. They played an average game. Uh the Suns just were horrible. That was just a terrible... And they were due, everybody. Suns fans, they were due. They needed to... Nine if you, games If you're going to yeah. dump one, you dump this one. Coming off of that high, weird win, which, by the way, if it weren't for two missed free throws, it's 2-1 Clippers right now. I don't want to make the Suns fans feel crazy, but this is a close series. This is not something where it's like, ah, just mopping them up, up 2-0. Up 2-0 because it was very evenly matched. The first game the Suns played great... Second game was good. 
Last night they just threw their clunker up. Get your clunker out of the way. Don't do a clunker later because it can cause a meltdown. And the, uh, the other stat, Kevin, was, what, you know, this Clipper team's like, like Owen something. Like, what was it, Owen 6 in the first two games? They, they lose the first two games. They have like one win in their series. And uh, they're 9-0 and in, in games after the third game. Or 9-1. and so they win now. They start. They 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 light their backs against the wall and they start winning. So and they're. Not, I think the uh, the Phantom of the Opera mask had a little something yep. to do with a little distracting. Devin Booker was adjusting that a lot. Eleven days off. Yep. Saw exactly what. Yep. Paint that thing white and he looked like Michael Myers in that thing <laughs> running down the court. <laughs> it, it, was, it was crazy. It's the old Rip Hamilton yeah. mask from the Pistons. Uh, he yeah he kept adjusting it. So I think it was getting getting. He's got to get used to that. Chris Paul did not have a good game. He looked sloppy. He looked like he's beating up. Campaign going out didn't help. Uh, but it was, you know, I, it, the sky is not falling. I've already heard uh, a broadcast. What happened? What, I mean, I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm like, all right. We're, it's two, It's exactly where it's supposed to be, 2-1. You took care of home court, albeit with magic. Uh, you got your asses kicked in game three. Go out, come back 3-1. The place will be all, every, a win will soothe this. But Suns fans who are, I got text last night from friends, like, I heard you were going to the game on Saturday. Uh-huh. You still going to go after that? No, 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 I'm I'm not. I'm not. It's all over. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, it's, I can't text anymore because I'm in a warm bathtub. I'm about to open my wrist up. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Why bother to go? They can't close it out. What's the matter? They're going to lose every game. Since lose next four, Clippers in four. They're just better. you got to calm down. And you can't listen to local, uh, the common local media. You have to listen to us. We're the normal ones. We're not the, the sports people are going to go goofy. Gambadaro's going to have sauces. Campaign's leg was amputated last night. we got problems there. I've been asked to step in as the starting point guard. I had to say no because it would make the imbalance of talent way too large. I would score on average if I was in the NBA. And keep in mind, Brady, I'm in my 50s. I would score over 100 points a night, probably get about 31 rebounds. And, and that's just because I've slowed down a little. It wouldn't be fair. You could have easily had 15 points last night. Yeah. And then I would I would also have to say that uh, sometimes the backboards bother me because it's not glass for my friends at Peller, Peller Windows. Yeah, hey, the local news is going to get weird. Uh, the girls are the ones to listen to right now. This is when girl. Whoa, yes, whoa, this is whoa, when whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, whoa. absolutely. Really? This is when Wait girl fans in your office are the ones to listen to because they're oblivious to it and they'll go. It's okay. We're still up to one. It's time to act like a girl fan because it is okay. We're still up to one. Just stop with the overanalyzing of a terrible game. Typical of a the Western Conference Finals. Very rarely are sweeps. Very rarely. Calm down. Never thought I'd hear you say that. Yeah, you have to right now. You have to do it because you're going to get that. It's you're being more of a girl by being the downer that says it's over after one loss. Well, nine in a row, another done, another done. Yeah, the dude texted me last night. Well, I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go Saturday. What if they lose? Like, what if? That's the risk. That's why we watch the games, isn't it? It's like, maybe they will. That's the fun of it. You hope they don't, but... What if, what, it's what, still what, fun to go. And it's usually people who don't understand uh, spending money on things like that. Well, oh, you're going to spend all that money, and then if they lose... <laughs> like, no, I'll be... It's, that's, that's what is part of it. I'm it's going a to a game. I'm going to a game. You never know what's going to happen. That's why it's fun to go. So, yeah, still going to go, and I am going to goad Kevin Ray into sitting next to me at that game and calling the game live. You gotta have your voice recorder on so we can hear this. I might get two mics there and just (laughs) have a little broadcast. It it would be great. Uh, I can't wait. Because, you know, 
Uh, the, the Suns don't send a team right now for broadcasting. So we could just show up with those media credentials and say we're the guys and sit there and pretend to broadcast again. I've it got that little uh, task cam thing. It's got Mike Jacks. Okay. Them, we'll and just it's, do it. It's about that big. He's put it in your pocket. <laughs> just and record. Mike Kevin, do you mind there? holding my uh, drink? The drink's a little bit heavy and looks like a microphone. Yeah, just hang on to that. I'm not saying Kevin's that dumb, but maybe if he got that mic in his hand, he'd be like, oh, boy. And then Dale Hellestray was there last night. That was a, what a treat. When he heard the words, John and Kevin. Now, keep in mind, former Cowboy Dale Hellestray is the reason I know Kevin Ray. And evidently, Kevin was just trying to get out of his friendship with Dale so badly <laughs> that and, uh, he just said, introduce me to somebody else. So it's me. So uh, Dale didn't know. And he said, uh, so when are you going to watch Saturday? And I said, we're going to go. Kevin and I are going to L.A. Kevin Ray did not invite you to go with him to Los Angeles to watch a game like he sure did. Hold on a second. And he gets upset. He goes, you got him a ticket and not me? Oh, he's buying his ticket. We didn't even ask. And I said, here's why, Dale. Kevin, go ahead and ask him. And he did. And it was a conversation we had yesterday about kids and things like that. Yeah. Uh, he, he asked him. And Dale's face went blank like, well, I got to ask Brooke. I got to make sure the grandkid's not coming over. Like all the things. He's like, this is why. Because you have to ask 17 people if you're allowed to go. <laughs> the laundry list. Yeah, he said, I asked John, you in? And within seconds, I got a text. I said, I'm in. I'll book flights. That's why you ask people like me to do stuff like that, because I'm not tied down with children and rules and laws and all this stuff. And I got to ask my grandparents, wife. Uh, I got to ask my mom. I got to ask these kids might be around. And my neighbors have some stuff they need me to No, just, I'm, yep, I'm in. We'll go. It's great. My, my mom said no. Yeah, I can't, can't make it. Mom said no. Uh, Mom said no. So, but you saw Dale's face change, right? He was like, "You can buy a ticket. Let's go." Well, I'd have to ask Brooke, and I'm not sure Brooke's going to let me. That's not the point. So he's pissed off about it, but no, he's great. not even sure he could go anyway. One of the best questions I've ever heard a grown man ask another man was: uh, He points over to was it Rich Falls? I forget who was there. That and he points over and he goes, "How did you get to be friends with him?" Oh, or how did, oh, it was that, Chris Cattari. He goes, he was "How did how did you meet?" I'm like, what are you writing a book about? And he goes, I'm just curious how you ended up with a friend like that. And I'm like, you're asking because you don't have any friends. And you're like, how did people do it? How do you manage to meet someone and have them see you twice? Well, the funny thing was uh, before the uh, discussion you guys had about the uh, the trip, Yeah, it was your buddy Stebbing. Like, man, yeah. you guys are going to have fun in L.A. Yeah. And Dale's going, head huh? and up, you're going to L.A. Because Mark's going, too. Mark doesn't even have tickets yet. Mark's flying out. He's just going. What? What are you going to Los Angeles for, you guys? And how come I didn't get cool? You can almost hear tears in the giant, which tears of a giant are always the better tears. They're magical, but it was fun. So, yeah, we had a good time, but the game stunk. Uh, the only disappointing part was the Clippers just didn't go out and shoot 70% and make you go, all right, tip your cap, this is a badass team. It was, they were in it. Suns almost, they had a chance until that third quarter, and you just knew it wasn't their night when Paul George flicked that half quarter up and it went in, and you're like, this is... Uh, this is going their way tonight. And they they had to win that game, so now you got to regroup. But, man, oh, man, I watched the local news this morning. I heard Sharp on the radio coming in just to make sure that everything wasn't blowing up in the world. I tuned into my buddy Jim for a second. He says he's worried. Uh, I'm in panic mode. I'm like, Excited Geez, for his Valley Oop shirt, though. Oh, he's, getting, he's got a Valley Oop shirt, but he's in panic mode. I don't want to be in panic mode. I'm an Arizona fan. I'm a, you guys panic about everything. Calm down. Brett, your buddy Chris, short sleeve shirt. Don't, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. How did yeah. that happen? 
He gets teased so much that when he comes to my house, he doesn't wear tank tops. Oh, those tank tops are laundry. And there must have been yeah. at least four or five people made a comment. Yeah, on for it. Christmas. Just, I haven't even met him, two uh, of them. Yeah, I got him a shirt that said, uh, zero sleeves, zero f- given. <laughs> but the best part about it is it's not a tank top. It's actually got sleeves. <laughs> it's hilarious. It does, the shirt doesn't make any sense. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, all right. Suns fans, calm down. That's all. That's my whole message for today. Calm down. We're getting them on the text. How many elbows can, George, can Paul George throw before he gets a call? Look, there's there's a lot of that going on, oh. but every team has that. The Clippers fans think that the Suns are banging into them too much and not getting any calls. Nobody says, my team got the proper amount of calls and everything was just right. Blocking and charging, no matter, it depends on who you're rooting for on which call that was. Whether well, it was correct if you listen to the radio on the way home, I, I went just before the fourth quarter. Was yeah, Brady left over. early. The sun was yeah, going down. I had down. to beat the traffic. Yeah. The at 7 o'clock at night? The place was unbelievable. <laughs> In the parking, we did have a valet issue <laughs> last night, so it's trouble. But yeah, Brady. Brady. I'm going to take off. It's halftime. Ah, it's 7 dark. That sun's down. I turn into a werewolf up. El Rojo Grande, Tim Kempton, said... If you don't think there's a reason why they fix games, yeah, I mean he was oh, saying this. For crying out he's loud. like this call here, and he was saying the and Al was just kind of. There over. are be- well, Al's been really on they the rest. They both were on, on, you know, the tail end. He says, "This is why you they want right this series." Oh, they want a seven game series with yeah. a Los Angeles team, and there are you know there's precedent they that the game's been out. fixed, and there are times when the referees are bad. But when your your team shoots thirty eight percent, you can't blame the refs. That's it. That's it. When your team sucks. You can't blame the refs. The Suns sucked last night, period. Devin Booker couldn't hit a shot. Chris Paul couldn't hit a shot. That's not the ref's fault. So, come on. That's, uh, it was tough. And people it was are, ugly. People are asking, said, all right, enough about the Suns talk. Uh, ask uh, Brady what happened on Disney Plus when he got home. Is Loki looking good? <laughs> Did you get home and watch little Disney in the bitch barn? We saw uh, Loki last or That was night before. Night before. Okay. before. All right. You watched some Loki good. in the bitch yeah. barn? Yeah. Family who had a little uh, family in the bitch barn. Yep, had a little DoorDash and Loki. Don't understand that. You got a whole family room, but you use the bitch barn for that. Anyway, I got my recliner in there, my oh, theater recliner. Then I want to. You're weird. Moving the family the room. Then. You were in my it's little tonight. man cave yesterday. You think we're ever going to watch Disney Plus in there with the gang? That's for the other room. That's for the. That's for the family room. Not that one. I'm going to have a big Disney Plus feature in the man cave. Man cave. Paint just flowers and vaginas all over the wall. All right. So there we go. Great idea. Potpourri and everything else. Now people are saying that it's my fault. Dude, once you announce you're going to that game, they lose. Yep, that's it. It's the the magic of me. I thank you for giving me that kind of conjuring wizardly presence on the planet. I do have superstitions, though. Not as much with... uh, with basketball and stuff. But we did have it last night. Every time I stood outside to watch the game, I, I don't know if you were still there, but when I'd go outside, they made a run. Yeah. And, they, and, and when I'd come back in to get outside. a drink, they, they'd fall apart. Every time you go, Dale, every time you go in there and get a drink, they hit threes. Like, okay. Well, they're shooting lights Stay out. Stay outside. You get outside. <laughs> it was great. And Kevin had a good idea for when I do have Steeler uh, games at the house to have uh, in the bathroom. This would be very uncomfortable, but fun. 
a bathroom attendant. I don't know why I don't have a bathroom attendant at the house. That's something that I've never... Great idea. Because I can't stand them, and I don't use that bathroom for guests and stuff. And that keeps them from pooping. Holding the towels. At the house, because Trip Reeb came in yesterday. Didn't say hi to anybody. Went right into the can. It was an emergency. And it was an, it was an emergency. <laughs> that was not I have to pee. Because I have to pee usually. Hey, guys, what's going on? i got to go to the bathroom. i got to pee real quick. He, he, he kind of... He brought a ton of great cheese. He snuck in the cheese, put it on the counter, and then he looks around, and I'm doing announcements on the mic. I got it on the, the PA system yeah. to let everybody know who's there. It's Sun's music. You got the Sun's intro music when you walk in, and uh, tripping. Emergency! <laughs> Goes into the can for 15 minutes. Do not go in there. Yeah, at least he's cool about that. News. At least five minutes. If you had a problem with termites, you don't anymore. They have died, along with every living creature in that room. My God. A couple of tiles popped up. By the way, you're out of toilet paper and dreams. I killed everything in there. Captain Coronado's going to be pissed. You yeah. made him replace a toilet for going to Captain Coronado doesn't give me a healthy stipend every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> if Captain Coronado uh, did direct deposit uh, every 14 days, he'd let him he'd drop, let him, he'd let him drop a deuce. I made him buy me a new toilet. Yeah, it was an emergency run it, but it's all right. So the day started off a little strange. Before the game even started, we had a we had some diarrhea, we had some friend issues. Chris Catero was in a t-shirt. It was just all off. But don't panic, Suns fans. Don't panic. It'll all be okay. In fact, let's get a soothing, calming wake up song to make everything okay again. How about that? 585-9800. A good one for your chicken little brains today. I'm trying to keep you up. You're all right. Two one, right where it's supposed to be. Although should be 2-1 Clippers. Let's just keep that don't, in mind. Don't do just, that. Just keep don't that in mind. That. Don't, I don't hit the panic button yet. But it could be tied 2-2, and we'd all deep down know it's a 3-1 series. So this guy actually might be falling. You, you chicken littles might be right. Remember 94 when they were up 2-0 on the Rockets? Blew that series. And then the very yep. next year, they did it again. Rockets got them twice. 2-0. Strutting into Houston, lose those, come back here, lose this. Oh, that, that can happen. <laughs> Chicken little. You have to shoot 38%. Yeah, you got to shoot, shoot a lot higher than that. Uh, it's 603. Give us that wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. The sky is falling. Wake up! Yes, there you go. Thank you, Silence the Voice. It is uh, 627 here in the morning sickness. And uh, the news out of Miami yesterday was very confusing. We went one, you know, there's a hundred people unaccounted for. They don't know if they were in the building, not in the building. Yeah, it's crazy. But now the numbers are making sense. Like, okay, a building fell down, and there's people. Like yesterday, they're like, meh, one person's gone. We're pretty sure that's it. Yeah, it's been sinking since the injuries. 90s. Yeah, and then, yeah, this building we've known about being structurally unsound for a while. Brady was right. It was built on sand. Well, it was built on sand, but they, they you can build on sand. But if you start seeing structural damage, you're supposed to say, hey, nobody's allowed in there. And if engineers have gone by, There's and they no do... damage, it's just sinking. There's a job called building inspection. You're supposed to notice that, and especially when you're renting to hundreds of people. They're like, hey, guys, the building has a structural problem, and that does happen, and usually it's very easy to fix. But you got to get the people out of it. So, I, read, I read somewhere that they said that one of the... One of the uh, uh, the, the people that lived there were rolling into the parking garage under there, and half of it was like underwater. Yeah, like they, when well, they pulled it, in, it's like, well, was yeah. it sinking already? <laughs> we kind of knew. Well, that's yeah. where there's you know, there's be lawsuits like crazy, but a lot of people are missing, but they don't know if they're actually in there. 
or so they're trying to contact her. That's a that's a rough story. Crazy. So, but yeah, so the news yesterday was like, this doesn't make sense. How does a building fall and one person's hurt? When you see the picture, you're like, there's two in the morning? There's going to be a bunch of people that got at it. And so now it's starting to make sense. But it's a tragic mess. Uh, and also, I, this news I found hilarious. Have you seen the uh, Glendale Mayor's story? Oh, is this good stuff? So he went to the UFC event, uh, what was that, two weeks ago, a week yeah. or two ago, over there at the, uh, at the, the, the River yeah. thing. And, uh, when he was leaving the parking garage, his name is uh, Mayor Jerry Weirs, Weirs, W-E-I-E-R-E-I-E-I-O. Weirs, 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 it's a weird name. So uh, Mayor Jerry uh, was going through the arena and going out of the parking structure, and he's like, I'm not waiting in any lines to get out of here, so he starts passing everybody. He's the jackass that when everybody's uh, waiting to leave... Gets off to the left yeah. and then tries to, it up, tries to back snake in back around. in, and he's getting, and so he's causing traffic problems. Well, one of the dudes uh, in the in the thing's job is to make sure nobody does that. So he's like, "Hey!" and he gives the car the thing. He's like, "Knock it off! Get in line and go out the north entrance." And Doctor Jerry says, uh, or a uh, mayor, Mayor Jerry uh, says, uh, and and actually the guy doing it, I'm trying to find his name, uh, uh, Nagebauer. They both have crazy names. And I'd like to buy a vowel, please. So Nage Bauer's in there, and he said he went to the city council yesterday to talk to this about it. So he's standing there, and, and I don't think anybody knew this had happened. So Nage Bauer shows up at the Glendale City Council because I got a little story about your mayor here. It's going fast enough. He could have rear-ended the people that were stopped in front of him. I yelled at him to stop and head up the north exit. He pulls up next to me. Seconds later, rolls his window down and says, Can the attitude. You don't want to start with me. I'm Mayor Jerry. But he didn't say I'm Mary Jerry. You don't want to start with me. And uh, and then the, the parking lot attendant said, Well, I don't think you want to mess with me. Go to the north exit the way I'm instructing you. And that's when Mayor Jerry uh, <laughs> would do one last thing to hold up traffic. Because <laughs> he goes, Hey, you. And the guy looks at him and he goes, You eat and die. I'm Mayor Jerry. And Nishbauer says, so I said the appropriate response, which was, uh, f- you, get out of my garage. And he said, I found out later from a hotel employee that when he got to the top of the ramp, he stopped again and said, the guy running the garage down there uh, should be terminated, and I am the mayor. I was about to get out of my car and kick his ass. Now, keep in mind, this guy's telling the story yesterday to the mayor and the city council. So Nishbauer said to the mayor's uh, office, uh, said the mayor's office called Gila River later like the next day and said we're going to fire this particular guy who was working this particular place because he was throwing his mayor dick around a little bit and he's going to get a parking lot <laughs> attendant fired in his own city because all they're interested in is these politicians making sure that everybody's got a job and they let, but just don't cross them right I'm King Kong so he stood there yesterday the long standing tradition of me <laughs> skirting the line and telling people to eat dog. and have as, a good night yeah, as the mayor of Munchkin Land. It gives a little uh, scroll out. Here you go. A proclamation for you to eat and die. But then to have the mayor get so mad that he calls up the next day and tells Gila River to fire the guy. Look at him. There's Jerry Weirs. We've all seen Jerry. Jerry. We we all know a Mayor Jerry. Looks like he's got... I think this about people that look like Mayor Jerry. And this is judgmental. Possibly inaccurate. But probably not. Jerry's got a bottle of vodka in the upper tank of his toilet. He's got some cherry. I think there was some pops involved. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry drinks 
Because nobody that, that beard is uh, it's the it's, everybody's got an Uncle Joe or something with that weird gray beard, and uh, he always smelled a little bit like he was drinking, but you weren't sure. But yeah, he just drove here, so I'm pretty hey, sure. Shan, if we were to conduct a search of Mayor Jerry's desk right now at City Hall, little bottles, little bottles, airplane bottles, airplane bottles, yeah, and then a few floating in the tank. Of you don't his think toilet. he has the uh, traditional globe in the uh, that? Oh, he's got hood, oh, the hood globe. He's with got the bar the, and yeah, there yep. The, he's got the stuff that shows that his office <laughs> is still hip from the 70s. He's got office alcohol. But his personal stash is always hidden. Like at his house, he's probably not allowed to drink much, so he's got it. He's got like a secret compartment behind books. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he's got the Mad Men bar in his office? Oh, well, I know he's got else. that and, okay. because that's for other people to make him look normal. Right. But, but what he does have, to me, it looks like when Dick Van Dyke was drinking. That's what I see. And there they are. That's him. This is gavel. That's the, they that's, have gavels yeah. to call to order, but Dave does it like that's he's a judge. That's the guy he threatened? That's the guy he threatened. Man. Yeah, the guy that showed up. And that's the dude that challenged Mayor Jerry to a fight. <laughs> and I'll be honest match. with you, I don't know who wins that fight. I don't either. Now that I'm looking yeah. at it, this is not what I expected. I look at this and I'm like, Glendale Mayor looks older. Got some gin blossoms on that nose of his. Probably a little. His, his feet are probably a little wobbly. He's I'm, walking I'm along. I'm the parking lot attendant in this one. I think uh, the parking lot attendant's got nothing to lose. parking lot attendant gasses out. He doesn't look like it's going to be a long fight. Yeah, because... And he's got the little The mayor's hands. going to the UFC fight because he feels... He's got some... He's on the, the west tank. side. He's got to bro it up. He's I mean, it's part of being out there. Do you think that that's why people went yeah. to the UFC fight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just in case they need an extra fight, I'm here. Cut I didn't from see that Mayor background. Jerry. I'm cut from that cloth. That's how Mayor Jerry rolls. He's badass. Well, if it didn't always feel like I was walking on jello from the alcohol, I would... Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be in that octagon. I'd be mayor of the octagon. You should be thanking me for this event. And then after every fight, I'd stand over my opponent, vanquished opponent, and I would say, eat die, man. Because that's how Mayor Jerry rolls. So that's, that's ballsy. You go back the next day and have your secretary call Gila River to have a guy fired. Get over it, Mayor Jerry, you dick. And get, get in goddamn line right. also. I don't like lines. So you know what I do? I don't get in them. I sit and wait. Like a decent human being. If I get out there and I see a parking garage has got the snake going, just sit in my car. Because that's what I'm going to be doing. Trying to, it's the same thing. Just wait for the parking garage to clear out. What's the point of getting, I got to get in that goddamn line and then get mad at that. Line rage. Yeah, I sit there. You know why? Because then the phrase, look at this asshole, will never fall out of my mouth while I'm trying to, this guy wants in. Ah, I let the last guy and I'm not letting this guy. You just start getting mad at people for just trying to go home. Sit in your car and shut up. Don't get in a fight with Nej Bauer. All that dude's trying to do is get A to B. He's in his 60s. He's working a parking garage. Mayor Jerry. I'll have your head on a platter. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Somebody says, do Mayor Jerry as Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons. I uh, do declare this uh, each and die day. Can we have uh, one city council meeting where we don't end up burying a body? Yeah, he is kind of Mayor Quimby, but I think that's pretty cool. I don't know if Mayor Gallegos of Phoenix has that kind of chops. Eat my you die! Fire that man! That they don't great. question the queen. No. Well, they question her, but does she have the chops to throw her labs around in a parking garage? She probably has a driver. It would be kind of cool. I, I used to think that would suck to have, like, a like your wife would be in charge of something like that. You know, like being mayor. But still, she's not allowed to work the car when you're. You can be the first. When you're going man. somewhere, like, yeah, I'm driving. Trust me, I'm driving. Like to be Stedman, you know, Oprah still can't drive the car. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, we're, I, I, I'm driving. A man drives. I know you pay for all of this, and I know as a man, I acknowledge that. Women never acknowledge when a man pays for everything. That's just part of the deal. But when a woman does it, we have to acknowledge it all. I know it's all your stuff, and you pay for everything, but I'm still driving your ass around because you, I'm a man. I'm in charge. So deep down, we know who's in charge of this thing. I can drive just as well as you. Yeah, but I'm not drunk right now, so point is moot. <laughs> point is completely moot. Uh, also, I saw yesterday that somebody a couple days ago left a $16,000 tip. At a, did you see that? Sixteen grand for some waitress got a $16,000 tip, which is just fantastic. I've Cash or on the credit on card? On the credit card. $37 bill. Wrote down. It was in New Hampshire. $16,000. Did they have to question it? Yeah. Sure the company. They, they oh, did, sure, well, yeah. they did right he before he left. Sir, I think you meant to write it. I was giving you a generous tip, and they're like, no, I think you added it. I don't think the decimal's in the right spot. He goes, it is. And uh, the bartender's name is Michelle. How about this? Like, can you imagine Matthias getting a $16,000 oh, tip? Man. She came home to you and said, I got a $16,000 tip. Five across the face. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do? You where's know, my cut? Yeah, where's my, hey, give me half of that beat. He was just being generous. In, 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 in Italian terms, she says, I got a $16,000 tip tonight. You mother whore. <laughs> it's assumed. Yeah, yeah, you whore. What man gives you 16 grand for nothing? You think I believe that, you whore? <laughs> you take a couple of shots in the job. <laughs> I can't believe you come home with this story. <laughs> I got it. It was just, it's on the news. Oh, my God, my name's out there with you, you who what? <laughs> An Italian man could never have his bartender girlfriend come home with a $16,000 check and not hit her. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no, he says. He's, uh, that's 100% accurate. Just be straight. Fall yeah. into your lap. <laughs> that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You're out there. Oh, man, you Everybody's he goes to the place, give me the tapes. <laughs> I want to see how long he was there. What's his name? You get the check. You keep your 16 grand. She's no hua. <laughs> uh, but she didn't have an Italian boyfriend, so she got to tell the news. He's a kind man of mystery. <laughs> That's her quote. What? Oh, He's a kind mystery man. <laughs> she said to the news. Michelle McCudden is a bartender. You get the best bar name ever. And this is more proof that she did something for this. I don't buy. I don't buy this was just a straight-up generosity thing because she works at a place called the Stumble Inn Bar. <laughs> I think anybody going to the Stumble Inn would have 16 no, grand. exactly. <laughs> so it may be just some, because it's in a place called Londonderry, New Hampshire. So some rich guy went into the Stumble Inn Bar. Let's see what wretched refuse works here. And he wanders in. He goes, oh, these poor people. They could use this more than I. And then writes the check to Michelle McCudden for 16 grand. Stumble in, employee. Your life has just changed. Bring this home to your beloved. And finds out, you whore! Did you blow that old English dick? <laughs> he just bought 4,000 acres. And uh, he ordered uh, two hot dogs, a cocktail, and some fried pickles. And asked for his bill. He's not a regular. They didn't recognize him. Uh, she looked on the credit card statement. They put it down next to the register and said three times, uh, uh, what is this? And then they split their tips there. So, oh, man. Yeah, I know. That's that sucks. Dank, right? So you got to throw a few thousand to the idiots. Uh, said what made her flip it over and look and said, oh, my God, are you serious? And then I went back, are you serious? And, and he goes, I want you to have it. You guys work really hard. And I guarantee you, she said, what, what do I have to do for this? I think we you both know what you need we to both do. know the answer to that, sweetheart. <laughs> you hoo <-ha! laughs> Why do you think I ordered hot dogs? 
<laughs> and he said, yeah, why do you think I've been dropping hot dog hints all night long? <laughs> you who... Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, she said, I thought it was a mistake. It could have been maybe $160. That would have been super generous, too, but he added all those extra zeros. The bar manager talked to him. He said, no, 16000 The restaurant pools are tipped, so the money's going to be split. Eight servers on duty that night. Ugh. So that hooer blew that old Englishman for two grand. You hooer. We went up and thanked him as a group. It's just been a really rough year for all of us. For someone to do something like that really restored my faith in humanity. Well, let me let me be the man who destroys that, because not a single second of me believes you didn't do something to him in the bathroom. Nobody writes a $16,000 check for nothing. At least a handy, huh? You give him, a, you give him an over-the-top old-fashioned. <laughs> he ordered an old-fashioned. You gave him a drink, and he just went, mm-mm. What do you mean? Uh-uh. I said I wanted an old-fashioned. I gave you one. No, you didn't. That's a drink. Muddle this. Oh. Hey, did you see how many zeros are on yeah. that damn bill? Here's the tip if you muddle my nuts. <laughs> like in a drink. You muddle my nuts while you Get give me... Get that little baseball bat. <laughs> give me the old-fashioned over-the-top muddle the nuts. And then get out the jigger, because I'm making three what ounces. What did you say? The jigger. <laughs> it's New Hampshire. <laughs> Nobody even thinks that way in New Hampshire. <laughs> Actually, you're right. They'd say it, but they, they can scream it. Nobody's there. Marvin Hagler died. <laughs> Everybody said that when Marvin Hagler died, too. New Marvin Hampshire. Hagler died in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Going to New Hampshire. <laughs> Stumble in. He was at the Stumble Inn bar. 16 grand. But if she came home with $16,000, can you imagine? Would you but immediately? She didn't, you she came home with two. I don't know if you'd be happy. I don't think Brett would be happy. You'd be happy no. with two G's. No, no, no. That's what. I, that's one thing I'd really have an issue with. You split it with them other yeah. whores. You get them. You get the, those, what did those whores do? <laughs> Nothing. You didn't do enough. <laughs> so now you just suck some <laughs> for everybody else to make two grand. I gotta pay taxes <laughs> on your mouth now. <laughs> Give me that. What's his name? It would have been such but a great... But I'm the one that did the work. Such a great... I know. <laughs> soprano scene would have been so good yeah. if Christopher went down and beat up anybody, oh, Adriana Gatman. Gave me 60 grand, Christopher, because I'm good at my job. Nobody does that. Did you let him f*** you? Where do you get the nerve? Why does this happen in an Italian house every day? Did you f*** him or not? <laughs> no, and then there's the... Are you guys yelling? Oh, yeah, look here. The whore got 16 grand. It's my brother, Tony. Oh, I heard you guys yelling. What'd you get 16 grand for? What do you think? Whore. <laughs> Why's your brother here? He heard us yelling. Because he lives next door. We live in the same street, all of us. A couple of laid out waiters in the parking lot. And yeah. Guys running. <laughs> this ends today. <laughs> Stumble out, bitch. You could write a whole Sopranos about this. Oh, yeah. Up in where? New Hampshire? John, I thought you said Trip was at your house last night, not up in New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, it was Tuesday or last week or something. I want to give this to you. It's 16000 American dollars. <laughs> Spend it wisely, whore. <laughs> and here's some cheese. Yeah. And, and it's true. David Meadows makes a point. He emails. He said, and actually, the guy's a dick. Now they got to pay taxes on a split reported income. It's true. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take uh, nothing. I wouldn't. I would, I would rather have just a normal tip and have my life be normal. Or just give me the full 16. 
you got to pay the tax, the split. Somebody's got to claim the full thing. It's just, you know. And if a real nice guy would That's come in. That's what I'm like with capital gains on well, an investment. Here's, the, here's what would have been We get robbed. Yeah, it's true, Brady. I know. If, if a real decent human being that wants to give a waitress, who or waitress, 16 grand for going the extra mile mm-hmm. would do it in cash. If you really cared about a waitress, you would do that extra tip in cash. What he was doing was a showboat. On, on record. Or he's uh, run, running up his credit. And he's going to kill he's gonna himself. He's going to blank it out. <laughs> he's going to blank out and then eat pills. I got 16 grand left. Let's follow up on this. Yeah, where's the other guy? Because I bet you he's dangling from a, a rope right now. I got 16 grand in my account. You know what? I'll put it on the card and never pay it. That's what I would be concerned about. Anybody gave me $16,000 on a credit card, I'd be looking and I'm going, you're not going to be around much longer, are you? For, those, for fried pickles and a Coke? I got 16 grand because I work so hard? You're going to kill yourself, are you? Yeah, I'm running up my tab. I'm going to max out all my cards. Running up more than sixteen grand, then, right? Pal. Well, maybe that's all he had left on. Maybe he's got a twenty thousand dollars limit. He's been riding for. He went home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just surfing on the just, line. Screw it. Screw you, American Express. Sixteen thousand maxed. He went home and he called, challenged the charge. <laughs> Which would have been that? Did that who? This ends today. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I. It's skeptical. It's, yeah, it is. It's, uh, there's a lot of skepticism in my brain about this $16,000 tip being just a freebie. I wanted the points on the card. <laughs> the worst part is she mouthed off and had to show her manager. And then she had to split it for all right. that hoory. Nobody does that without a little extra. Nobody. And we do definitely, uh, yeah. I worked in restaurants before. I got a $100 tip once from two old gay guys. I felt like I had to do something for him, and I didn't. I just stayed away from him after I got the tip. I didn't want to go out there. Gay dudes liked me when I was 18, blonde. I just looked like, you know why? I looked like an orphan. I was always kind of disheveled. I didn't look like I had it together. I think I looked like a victim. My hair was beach crazy. You guys like to sit in a certain stage? Yeah, we want to sit with the Tuesday's kid over there. He's unattractive, but there's something about him. He's so thin. Have you seen the charity case over there? Man, this poor kid's got something wrong with him. Give him a hundred bucks and put him in the back of the El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a ride home? No, I got a car. I'm good. Mmm. Get in anyway. It's another C note in it for you. Your bike can fit in the trunk. How come all these gay guys keep wanting to blow me? Do I get like sporting event tickets and stuff? Sure, we'll buy you season tickets. You just lay in the back of the El Dorado and change your clothes into this. It's a flamingo suit. Just put it on. Yeah, I've, I've gotten one uh, one of those ever. It was 100 bucks. I think they spent 35 40 bucks. Which today's, you know, 30 years ago, that's probably the $70 tip. And they gave me a $100 tip and then looked at me like I owed them something. I felt terrible. I didn't want it. I mean, I took it, but I didn't want it. They gave it to me in cash. It was a $100 bill. Is that the gay guys? Yeah. And I still felt weird. So you, if they had, if that was $1,000, I would have had to do something. Candies. <laughs> I don't know if I'd give them handies for 1000 bucks, but I'd have kissed them. I'd have French kissed them. <laughs> you guys need me to French kiss you or something? Mm. Oh. Thanks, guys. Oh, for another zero. All right, I'll give you a hand job. Yeah. Just take that big wood pepper grinder and just start grinding yeah. in front of we didn't Thank have you those. so much. We didn't have those at the Tony Romans didn't have the pepper grinder. Had I known about it, 
He'd have brought one in. What if I put? <laughs> yeah. What if I put a two where the one is for two grand? Alright. <laughs> and then a little hand action. What if I put a five there? Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm gonna get in there. You really liked your ribs. Oh tonight. look, wrench dressing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Come on, Brady. Don't make it flavory and delicious. <laughs> I'm being a whore. Yeah, I don't trust any waitress that got one of them lucky tips. She, she tells that story so her, and then calls the news and stuff so her husband or her boyfriend doesn't get mad for what really went down. She tried to blow the rich guy, and it worked. And it doesn't work all the time. I count, you worked in a restaurant, Toledo. Countless amount of waitresses banged the... That is one thing that I've always told that. My buddy Chuck Powell used to do that. We'd go to bars, and he'd go, this bartender is into me. Like, Chuck... They're paid to act like they like you. It's no different than strippers. Mithaya has to do it all the time oh, yeah. and act like she likes half these right, regulars. Good ones know how to. They play know the how game. to work the room exactly. and act like you're fun. I like when you come in and they work it and then they make those those everyday bar guys, those bar flies, feel like this. I got a shot with her, but I don't want to wreck our friendship. <laughs> then I can't come into my favorite bar. But she's got to play the game and like bend over funny every once in a while and give her that Messiah when she bends over. It's like a. <laughs> Like a goddamn trip to the moon. Adjust the cans every now and then. I feel like a Neil Armstrong every time she drops on Small step for man, one giant leap for my pants. <laughs> what if Matthias comes home with $70 cash? Brett's like, what happened? What'd you do, you whore? This ain't doing it This is the day. <laughs> but they know how. But my friend Chuck, you say, oh, she's into me. She is into me. I'm like, they'll bang you, too. But if, she, if, if, if a waitress will bang you, she's banging about seven or eight of the other customers. Minimum. It, minimum. Because that's how she's getting you to come back, and then you're going to start handing her big. That's why. And one of the managers. And if they start dating you, that's And then different. one of the kitchen. Guys. Oh, yeah. They're there. You know, you. I don't know that you were. I think you turned a blind eye to how much d- dirty, filthy sex was going on at Porkopolis, but there was a lot of it. I was woke. You got woke. I told you, about. Oh, that doesn't happen. Oh, Brady, it does. And especially when you found out the waitress was pregnant with the cook's child. Yeah, that was the that was the part immediately, like the first month of the restaurant. I understand the uh, the I knew about the managerial thing that the waitresses and whatever managers, yeah, the good chefs. But I would never, I never thought uh, a guy that's been in and out of jail. The cooks, the cooks are the ones who do all the work with the waitresses. They get the they get the best ones. And in your case, was the case that one waitress you had that was that she was a beautiful woman, the giraffe knocked knocked up by the fry cook. <laughs> the draft. In and out of jail. In and out of jail. They're they're garnishing wages out of his check every week. I gotta pay. You know. Next thing you know, she's like, I gotta stop working here because Javier got me pregnant. I just wanted to see her bring her Javier home to her Gilbert family. Yeah, there's no way that that was supposed to happen, but it did. I banged the giraffe, you guys. All right, that's what we do. We're cooks. Hello, Dad. Yeah. Can I call you Dad, Mister Harris? What is this hair? This this filthy little hairy thing in my house says that it's the father of my grandchild. You are my dad now. Because that tall lady that you call your daughter is my bitch. So, yeah. So, never, the, the, the staff will hump you. But uh, I used to tell my friend Chuck all the time, don't bang the help. Chuck's old enough to know better. He, I mean, and he lost. And so, this is Chuck's story. We're at a bar. The waitress looks like Megan Fox. She's expressing interest in everybody. 
Uh, Chuck's like, she's like, I got a shot. I'm like, then do it, but don't bang the helm. You're gonna be. This is gonna be bad. And this is a, I swear, hand to Brady's God, true story about how this ends. So he goes out with her on a date. So we're on a date. She's acting a little weird. I got to admit, but she looked amazing. She was beautiful. So she's getting these texts, and she goes, "I'm a little concerned." Well, my ex-boyfriend knows I'm out with a guy. So uh, next thing you know, Chuck's in her driveway saying goodnight. So I am, we're making out. I got my hand on those beautiful boobs. And all of a sudden, a helicopter and a light hits the car. <laughs> and she says, you've got to go. The dude had been following them all night long. The neighbors saw some guy acting weird in a bush and called the police and said, there's some guy climbing around the bushes in front of this young girl's home. I don't know if she's in there or not, but he's, this is not right. Like he's sneaking around. He's got a mask on. He's got, you know, he's <laughs> bouncing from front yard to front yard to get a better view of Chuck trying to throw fingers in his ex. <laughs> so there I am. I get out of the car. The helicopter spotlights me. I run. Like, why? <laughs> what? I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so I run to my car. Please stop running. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then the neighbor comes out. It's not him. It's over here. It's over here. And the cops are in the street. What's going on? <laughs> the guy had evidently threatened to kill her that night. She was worried. He's like uh, nuts. You think? He was a former regular at the bar. She went out with. Banged a little bit. He got a little too attached. Didn't know what to do. But Chuck in the middle of it. But Chuck in the middle of it. And I I told him, he goes, you could not be more right about not banging the help. And I'm like, I told you this a long time ago, Chuck. But I think I was. that Chuck's last foray? No. Because he didn't learn his lesson. (laughs) So I was at Montauk the other day. But I'm good at it. God damn it. This beautiful angel comes true. He kept rolling with it. Oh, he kept banging the help. And then he's like, Montauk's different than Zips. <laughs> like, no, they're not a higher class of waitress. They're just banging better people. <laughs> the situation's the yeah, same. banging guys Chuck. in Scottsdale versus dudes at 16th and Bethany. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird. But, yeah, Chuck used to always try to bang the waitress. I'm like, you yeah, think that's stop. how the conversation went? <laughs> Hi, welcome to my my establishment, Porcopolis. Lo siento, señor Bogan. Me golape con la jirafa. What does that mean? Sorry, Mr. Bogan, I banged your giraffe. <laughs> oh, no. John was right. The cooks bang the hot ones. Yeah, waitresses and waiters, they bang each other. And you know that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and you, I've also heard that the best drugs are in the k- kitchen, too. There's, oh, my it, God. You need, you need the hookup? Yeah. It's in the kitchen. I'm surprised that Tony Roma's. Uh, that El or Chapo. the bus boy that's been there five oh, yeah. years. Oh, really? I'm surprised El Chapo didn't pop up out of the dishwashing <laughs> station every once in a while. We had, I didn't realize what kind of drugs were being run under there. I always wondered why the dishwasher was so beloved and always had a massive backpack because I was unaware of what that was. But who brings a backpack to wash dishes? What's in your backpack? <laughs> what? I don't want to talk to the dishwasher. Why does everybody like this guy? He's, he's retarded. Rupert, over yeah, here. He's like 25. He's washing dishes. How did he get that Cadillac? Oh, <laughs> uh, John. If only Brady's restaurants could have just held out a little long enough for Kirby to be oh, a Oh, and you would have done that. Hostess. You would have rosy-colored <laughs> glasses, that. I'm going to put Kirby Derbs in charge of the waitresses. 
going to teach her a work ethic. Daddy, I got to let you know something. I got pounded last night by Jose the fry guy. Because that's what happens in a restaurant. Daddy, it's just nature. Johnny, you don't know what you're talking about. We will love him and <laughs> welcome to our family. I am in foal, old man, and it is with a Mexican brood. John, what are you talking about? <laughs> that waitress is super into me. I know it for a fact. I'm the love wolf. <laughs> <laughs> a baby grows in my belly that is going to need salsa, Daddy. That is a fact. <laughs> We'd set up a pinata and fill it with blue or pink because something's coming out of me thanks to Jose. Little Ding! S- Onion rings are done. This little Serrano pepper is going to be... <laughs> We're going to have great Sunday dinners. This ends today! They call him... The, <laughs> the Amore Lobo. <laughs> Brett, I got a problem. <laughs> Taken care of. Which one is it? It's about five eight. He's got dark hair. He's Mexican. You got it. I'm gonna kill everybody in your restaurant if you got to be more specific. <laughs> I don't paint houses for everything. Jesus Christ, that's like they're mirror images of each other. Which one knocked up your daughter? I don't know. Hold on, Kirby. Which one gives you gooey eyes? The one in the middle, Daddy. <laughs> I think. Wait a minute. No, it's the one on the right. No, wait. It's it's. He's not working tonight. I'll feel like Scarface. Tony Montana, his, uh, his sister. <laughs> oh, yeah, he loved his sister too much. Yeah. Oh, oh. Which one of you guys polluted my daughter's womb? Which one did it? Which, what are you talking about, yesterday or? You've all done it? We're the cooks. Of course. <laughs> what do we do? They, she thinks we're all the same guy. We have the same car. Same ID, same social security. Same clown car. With the same car. We all have the same plan. We all... All she, names she, are Jose Gutierrez. Yeah, she thinks we're all the same guy. DNA test. It's going to come up all of us. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll get some time on Maury. Do not bang the help. John, I ran into Chuck Powell in Scottsdale a few times during the Edge 103.9 days. That yeah. guy always had a chick on his arm. That wasn't his first helicopter spotlight. No, no. Chuck's got stories. <laughs> Chuck has stories. Yeah, there's another one where a guy went nuts and watched Chuck making out with a girl through a window. What? Oh, uh, yeah. He always well because he was always dating waitresses. They got stories. <laughs> You're forbidden. lucky. Matthias normal. She probably yeah. had a stretch there. It was like her life went crazy. And that's that's normal. Ask her if she knows Chuck. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. Chuck, Chuck banged. Chuck banged her. There's no doubt. You just gonna have to deal with that. Oh. Yeah, Megan was a, Megan was a waitress at Rock Bottom when she was like 19, and I remember introducing her to Chuck. And he goes, Rock Bottom. Oh no! <laughs> oh, you nailed that. The waitress. She really was into me. He took some waitress home. To her house again, which is the smart move, and he's banging away on the couch or doing all sorts of dry humping, whatever. And then some guy starts pounding, get off of her! What's going on? <laughs> and he kind of wakes up to the reality that he's hitting a waitress from a sports bar. Calm uh, down, Mayor. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, Mayor Weird. You need to eat. Die! Get off of her! She's mine. You whoa! How many guys are out? <laughs> I'm the love wolf. Ooh, <laughs> get off of me. This is craziness. Yeah, don't beg me help. It's just a basic story. Just a little PSA there. Two things to know today. No chicken little on the suns and don't bang the help. They're supposed to. It's like suns dancers. I had a friend fall in love with a suns dancer. We went to one game and we were sitting like third or fourth row and there's an aisle there. And between, it was four or five years ago. Between, uh, you know, plays, the suns dancers used to come out and dance in the aisles. 
And we're like, from me to you. She had no choice but to look at us. Like, we were Remember? a foot and a half away. And then my buddy's like, well, that was, you were at, not at the game that this happened. Yeah. But, but what happened you, you, Same seats. Those and, were the same seats. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, oh, my God. So he starts talking to her. What are you doing? She's right there. I'm like, I know. she. That's by design. When they rehearse it, she goes to that spot. It doesn't matter who's in this seat. She's got a smile at Smile's electric. Like you need to you need to go masturbate and get this out of your system. It's ridiculous. It wasn't Chuck, right? No, no. But then later, I was with the Suns dancer <laughs> and uh, Amari Stoudemire's like in the bushes. Yeah, he got spotlit by Firebird One from the Phoenix Police Department, and he ran to his car. Looked totally terribly guilty. I don't know. And then so I asked her later. I'm like, are we done? Like Chuck, you're. What are you talking about? You wanted to continue this relationship? There was a marauder. In the bush that was going to stab you. But she looks just like me. <laughs> you want to do something tomorrow? I think he did go back and get her. I think he did finish the deal. That was right before he was going to move. She wants to move to Seattle with me. Yeah, of course she does. She wants to get away from the killer. <laughs> Idiot. She's tired of the helicopter. You know what's going to happen? The dude's moving to Seattle, too. He's going to find out where she lives. Yeah. She maintains an Instagram. The second <laughs> she's standing in front of that needle, that dude's getting on a plane. Once Airwolf finds out where you move. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to move to the Emerald City. She's there. Everything seemed fine for the first couple weeks. Yeah, because he hadn't gotten there yet. And there he was. <laughs> dressed as a Sasquatch, standing in my yard. <laughs> yeah, don't beg me help. How many people were preg- impregnated at your place? I noticed that your hiring practices went to older gentlemen after the I know after of the two. Two pregnancies due to the poor cops. Yeah. There's two pork two separate, yeah. Babies. One Chandler, one in Scotts. Fantastic. Each restaurant got one. Cooks both? Um, no. Wait, um, the waiter, waitress. Cook and thing. Chandler and cook, waitress, and Chandler. Was Pizza Pizza the one that got pregnant? The one that looked like Little Caesar? Yep. That's right. He hired a waitress that looked like the Little Caesar's logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I knew it when Within I walked in. Within weeks. But I didn't know that everyone had already started calling her Pizza Pizza. Because she looked exactly like him. <laughs> and she had like a pizza, lo- like a tattoo, because people had been calling her for that, years. Yeah. Well, so she got knocked out by one of the yeah. staff. Within like a month. Isn't that great? That's re- that's restaurants. Those middling restaurants. Eh? Red Robin. I, 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 and I, we had our, uh, well, we had an intern, too. Oh, that's right. She went and worked at a restaurant, got knocked up immediately. And added two more to the... At the restaurant? Oh, that's right. She ended up having three. Yeah, that waitress looked just like Pizza Pizza guy. I mean, exactly. Same, exa- same exact everything. Yep. Pizza Pizza. And she was sweeping with her broom. And Brady's partner, Matt, comes out and he grabs the broom and he puts it in her hand and he smashes her hand up and he goes, Pizza Pizza. And I'm like, oh my God, we all know. We're, 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 we can say it? Because I'm thinking it. He's right. And she was uh, she had babies at Porkopolis Babies. That's adorable, Brady. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brad? <laughs> All right. The wake-up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Hit the trails this weekend. You got to hit up Action Ride Shop as well. Get that bike serviced. If uh, if you if you got an old clunker at the house, you need to get it fixed. They work on all brands. They got the best wrenches in town. Or if you just need to get a new bike, they will hook you up up there or rent you on or whatever you need. And they also have those uh, Phoenix Suns-ish yeah, the jersey. jerseys. The throwback. Yeah. So. Get, I have one, and I actually peeled it up. Yesterday, yeah, it's kind of wear it last night to watch the game, but then I, I forgot that like 15 years ago, the Suns actually gave me a jersey, 
So I've got the old Steve Nash era. Oh, nice. So it's too big. It looks like a dress, but I wore it last night. But yeah, the next game. And maybe I'll wear that uh, action ride shop thing when I go to the Clippers game. You mean you're still going? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> the sky's falling. But you know what you should do? <laughs> Bang one of the ladies that gives you beers. <laughs> she's smiling at me. I, I caught the vibe. Like you gave her $20 for a beer. Of course she's smiling. <laughs> Check them out on Facebook as well as on Instagram at Action Ride Shop. Uh, they've got a bunch of stuff up here. Uh, Hail the Apocalypse for the game the other day for these uh, naysayers. Uh, Avatar, yeah. uh, Austrian <laughs> Death Machine, Ozzy, Drowning Pool, Slayer. Let's go right to that. Hail the Apocalypse. All right. For all the people who have just, uh, the sun suck, the world's come to an end. I guarantee you there'll be people quoting what I said at work. Oh, you know, if one for Paul George missing those free throws, Clippers would be up to one. We're not the better team. There are going to be a bunch of people losing their minds at work today, all depressed and down. Uh, stop riding waves like that. Understand. Broom had already texted in from KTR going, oh, your Steelers sure did. Yeah, we, we went into a funk and collapsed. Absolutely. It can happen. But you don't worry about it after one loss. You just don't. One loss does not mean... That you're in a collapse. Three is a collapse. You're done. You lose three in a row, you're in trouble. Like, that's when they're in big trouble. You can't constantly have sweeps happen in the Western Conference It never does. Finals. The finals are usually evenly matched teams playing fairly well. It's and that's just how they not going to happen. Nope. Uh, are the Suns a better team? I think so. Yeah. Is it true that they could be down 2-1 right now? Yes. But they're not. So the coulda, shouldas are out the door. You got trounced last night at a bad game. All they need to do is get Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder to start hitting threes. Booker and Paul will correct themselves. They'll be fine. The reason Booker and Paul are having rough nights is because nobody else is hitting consistently. They can throw defense at those two all night. Today they're shooting for eight hours. Yeah, they're just going to be in there. They're going to be in there game planning the idea of, all right, if our outside wing guys aren't hitting shots and Aiton isn't getting open, how are we going to combat these double teams? That the, I mean, Beverly and Reggie Jackson were hard. Man, that team's easy to hate. Looking at that, they just look like the bad guys in the uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. They just look like the... They Crenshaw look like, Mafia yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> you look like one of them Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers to me. They just look tough. They look like... They look like they got that old English. Yeah, like, yeah, they, 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 look, they yeah. look like they're supposed to remind yeah, us of gangs. Yeah, those are uniforms. Yeah, they'll rattle you. Mm-hmm. But it does. And Tripp stood behind me. I hate Patrick Beverly. Like, I'm like I didn't really. I can't stand looking at him. I'm like Jesus. Tripp's fired. He's hard to watch. But I'd love to have him on the Suns. If the Suns signed Patrick Beverly, I'd be like, yeah. Now there's some. You get Crowder and Beverly on the same floor. You did. But I hate him on the other team. He's like Danny Ainge. Just, I hate Danny Ainge. Starts playing for your team. You're like, this guy's great. I kind of like it. Yeah. You know, everybody hated Rodman oh. when he played somewhere else, but when he's on your team, he's like, this guy's great. Yeah. So, who would be that? Would be definitely the top five Ainge. You know who was hard to like outside of being on the Suns? Chris Paul. If you don't like the Suns, him running his mouth for 48 minutes yeah. is he's very easy to hate if he's not on your team because he's also kicking your ass most of the time. Me going back, that'd be Gary Payton. Too. Gary Payton. Wow. Love. The mouth. Just never-ending. Blah, 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 blah. But Reggie Jackson looks like Sam Cassell got tall and put on glasses. It's just so hard to hear that. On the NBA. Reggie Jackson, Reggie, yeah. yeah. I had to do a double take. I'm like, uh-huh. what did he say? Reggie, Reggie Jackson something? Jr.? <laughs> Get that man a candy bar. Uh, anyway, for all you people who are just moping around today, it's over. It's all over. But deep down, you have to act like a girlfriend. 
Everything's fine. They're up 2-1. Come home 3-1. You did exactly what you needed to do. Split in L.A. Uh, it's Hail the Apocalypse, though, for all you chicken littles out there. It's 98 KUPD. Get them, Avatar. That's Stone Temple Pilots right there. It's a big business. update, 733. Ready to take your biz right now. Somebody's been calling you. Got some phone calls. Concierge is coming in. Pick up oh, you're going to get your car taken care of. Doors keep flying open. Yeah, the tailgate won't uh, close. See all. That's what it says. The light comes on like tailgate uh, in a jar. Yeah. Computer thing. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news. Only Brady knows we call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters, and it's a Friday. TGIF, Brady, I say. Start the weekend right with happy hour at Hooters with half-off select appetizers and Bud Light drafts on special. Only at Hooters from 3 to 6 and plus the game tomorrow. Sure, you can go over to Hooters and enjoy the uh, Clippers you won't and be there. I'm going to be in California. I don't know if I told you guys I'll be at the game tomorrow night. What? I'm not bragging or anything. I'm just, whatever, you're going to be. What, it's going to be 108 tomorrow? I'll be at 79 where I'll be in L.A., 79. So I, I asked Trip last night. Because remember, people who don't know, our boss, Trip Reed, ran Los Angeles for yeah. 20 years. He was in charge of K-Rock, the rock station in L.A., uh, throughout the Pearl Jam, Nirvana start. I mean, it was when... Hey, I mean, K-Rock was a monster, and Trip was the boss at K-Rock. Trip calls himself TFR. His middle name has been changed to the word f- because he's trip. Ooh, <laughs> he's got pillows and stuff and a sign and all that. Uh, and so, uh, Kevin, uh, me, my friend Mark, and, uh, and his, uh, I think his wife's going. I'm not sure who's if his kid or his wife. I don't know who's going. Kevin and I are going for sure. And uh, so he's like, grab some dinner or something. We'll be in downtown LA. And I asked Trip, so where's a good place to eat downtown? There's the Palm. That's nice. But you're not getting in there. Like, too busy? Yeah. I can't imagine you'd get in. I'm like, if only I knew a guy who had L.A. strings to pull. And he goes, you know what? I'll get you in, and you can sit under my picture. I'm like, really? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. They got a picture of the guy in the the big restaurant. Like, his place downtown is like a big deal. When he had his fro. (laughs) Probably when he had, yeah, the Trip Reed fro. I thought that was awesome. You'll sit at my table. Under the picture of me. <laughs> and then just take the picture off the wall and work the mouth with that stupid impression. And they'll bring you the best salmon ever. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Pretty great. Going to try to get in that place, but he said we probably can't. Not without me actually being there. I can make a few calls, but if I don't go, they won't care. All right. <laughs> Pretty cool. I don't mind picture up any restaurants. They named a burger after me at the attic. But that's We're up in, uh, there's a picture of us. Where? Casanova Brothers. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like the guys. But. Brady's old business yeah, card's yeah, hanging a, up at uh, oh, Texas, Texas Grower. Texas Grower yeah. nearly died. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Good point. We don't have anything. Pictures of you up in the uh, post office. <laughs> I don't know what Big Peepee's mad about, but he just uh, he just texted me. Big Peepee, uh, our angry black listener, says, You trolled me on the slavery stuff. If you keep that stuff up, what do you expect? Farrakhan was right about you mofos. And what did I, what? I don't remember anything. I got to fight with him. I got no beef with Farrakhan. I got no beef with Farrakhan or 
I don't think I trolled you on slavery stuff, did I? I don't remember. Maybe. Did I troll him? I don't remember. Maybe the IKEA discussion? I don't think I did that. I, I don't know. think I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was responsible for that. Did I troll him on it? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't recall trolling yesterday, but I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into that. Here's the palm with the. Uh... Kinds of trips pictures. I'm oh, trying they, to find. I don't know. Wait a second. I've been to the Is this in Denver? These are painted. Brady, nobody cares about the Palm in Denver. <laughs> well, I want to be pictures of John Elway. It's, it's really not good. the same. Los Angeles and Denver restaurants are never the same. There's something cool him? about this one. Is tr- it, focus in on that. I, is can't, that I don't think I can. Is that our fearless leaders painting? Stop it. It might. Oh, it's Carol O'Connor. That's Archie Bunker. They have a similar sound. All right, you meathead. Jeez. I thought it was a picture of me. It was Archie Bunker. I'll find him. There's more pictures. Yeah, find Tripp's picture at the Palm. You can sit at the table under my picture. <laughs> well, they got a lot of paintings yeah. of celebrities in there. That's pretty cool. Scavenger hunt trying to find Tripp. You have to get in there. That was a suggestion. There's the Palm, but you won't get in. It's good. It was very judgy. But he's probably right. We'll try. I'll use the, uh, I don't know that we're going to have too much success. Ooh, that food looks fantastic. What is it? I don't know. Asparagus and some type of white fish. Crab on top. Mm-hmm. I'm all over that. That looks nice. All right, we're going to the Palm. Maybe. And I'm going to put a mustache on Trip Reeves' face. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Brady, please report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Take Your Dog to Work Day. Oh, I'm against that as much as I am the kids. Because nothing gets done. What about grandma? Take grandma to work day. No. That's just babysit grandma day. Why would you ever take anybody to work day? Why does anybody want to go to your work? I like dogs more than I like all people that you could drag in that aren't supposed to be here. Every time, 100%. I don't want to see your kids in my office. I don't want to see any of it. I never do. Ever. I don't want to see your husband here. I don't want to see your wife here. I don't want to see... Anybody from your family just show up? I just don't. Dogs are probably the only ones that I don't like be okay with, but it's an in and out. Let's not make it a big thing. If you want to bring a kangaroo in or something like that, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know what? There's a time and place for that, and it isn't your office. <laughs> a couple of baseless fun facts. Pepperoni is an American food. If you have a kangaroo, why are you working with me? Like, you, <laughs> like what are you? You've got something great going on. You can afford a kangaroo and, like, all it needs to live. You shouldn't be working in the same office with somebody. Have your own business. So pepperoni is an American food. An Italian pepperoni with one P is the word for bell peppers. There's only one P? There's no salami with uh, the two P pepperoni. In Italy. In Italy. There's There's three P's in an American pepperoni. Right. Well, okay. So there's two P's in the Italian. Yeah, not next to each because then otherwise it would be an pepperoni. Or a, or a pa- pe- pepperoni. 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 Peroni, the beer. Oh, it's a peroni. <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I remember him. Was a chubby chaser. You like fat chicks, huh? <laughs> well, because Sorry, he, Brett. he thought uh, manatees Allegedly. were mermaids. <laughs> he thought manatees were mermaids? Yeah, he wrote it. <laughs> you look at the ass on that one, huh? Oh, my God. Are they just swimming around the boat like a nobody's a business? I love the sea. It's a filled with a beautiful fat lady. He journaled it in 1493. Look at this a mermaid. Her mama's gravy must be great because all she does is eat. She's a, such a fat a manatee mermaid. Bella. <laughs> and you know how he found out that they're not half women? 
Because when you kiss someone, you make love, uh, they just go. <laughs> you are so much smoother than an Italian woman with your silky, watery, skinny mermaid. Chipotle <laughs> uses 97,000 pounds of avocados per day. Jeez. Wow. That's a, every day? Every day. I, I'm, I guess I just don't realize how big Earth is. It seems like we'd run out like a week. Yeah, that that does. <laughs> I just don't realize how many trees produce. The average American, um, the amount spending hunting deals down online because we're just coming off of the Amazon Prime days. Mm-hmm. Ready for this? Uh, spends eighty three hours a year hunting down deals online. The average person. Yep. How many? Eighty three hours. Do you hunt deals, or do you just yeah, buy the same one? Yeah, Yeah, or uh, like if I'm at the store, every now and then I'll check it out and say, "Oh, I wonder what Amazon has." Uh-huh. Like if there's an item I like, that's not it. No, he's <laughs> still looking at the walls at the palm. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's so many there's so many faces on every there's wall. A guy with two Stanley cups. I mean. Doing on that wall. L.A. King, which which king would have had it? Gretzky only got the one in L.A., right? I, I, I don't know. I don't even know if he got one at home, did he? He just went. I think they lost. Uh, in an online form, a man said he found a clever way to do his job in a fraction of the time to the point where he's only working two hours a day and he'd spend the rest of the time looking at memes unclear what he did, but he just said he worked from home and he had to do calculations and reports. Found a way to use the database to crunch all the numbers and export them as reports. And all he needed to do was edit them. Well, his girlfriend found out about the scheme who also worked at the same company. Later they broke up and she almost immediately ratted him out to his boss. Bitch. He wasn't fired. He was promoted. No, he was probably <laughs> given more work to do. Right. A couple more projects. You'll like this one. A scientific study just came out. Found out it might be a good idea to start eating chocolate for breakfast. That's what I do every day. Bag M&M's, first thing. Specifically looked at the effects on older women. Well, that's, again, you can relate. I kind of feel like that, too. <laughs> We're not talking like about a tiny bit bad of bones. chocolate. I get bad bones. My posture's terrible. They had to eat 100 grams of chocolate within an hour of waking up, which is a two full-sized Hershey bars. Wow. Man. Women in the study did it for two weeks, didn't gain weight, and they weren't asked to uh, change their diet in any other way. They did end up slightly less, uh, eating less throughout the day. Yeah. I find that that's my the ch- thing. the chocolate kind of curbed the... Uh, yeah. I don't eat as much, uh, like, food food if I have M&Ms to start. Might be the reason why they didn't gain weight. Really? But yeah. They it's still weird. Like, I don't need to eat... I'll have like a lunch, but it's real small. And then, yeah, I feel like when I start my day with M&M's, I don't eat. The interesting huh. thing about it is they they still consumed more calories overall. Well, so yeah. it looks like it bumps up your metabolism. Oh, well, there, there you go. It's great so for your you diabetes, too. The, the, uh, they found out it worked at night as well. Just keep eating chocolate. Women ate chocolate about an hour before bed. Same effects. 
but eating in the middle of the day might not work These well. studies are done by the Christopher Columbus, the Society for the Ladies. So just to eat a chocolate all day, ladies, get a big like a big sea cow. I love the sea cow. I see, all those wildebeests are going to be... Uh, I heard that... <laughs> I heard the more chocolate you eat, the better yeah. off your metabolism is. A 14-year-old girl was at a clothing store in New York on Tuesday when she got trapped in the fitting room. Wasn't just the like the lock was jammed. It was like an, R- an R. Kelly song. <laughs> the fitting room was at a clothing store that was in an old bank building. So the whole dressing room area is behind the propped steel vault door. Oh. The girl's seven year old brother closed the door. Nice. <laughs> and the employees had no idea how to open it. The girl's mother called nine one one. Firefighters came out. They figured the easiest way to break in the vault was to demo a hole in the side of the wall. Uh, they got about an 18-inch. They learned that from the Italians, the hole-in-the-wall gang. That's right. That sideways through the vault. They had to cut through about 18 inches of brick and concrete. Man. One firefighter said we used hammer drills, took the jaws of life out. Um, pretty much any tool that we had on the rescue truck. More than 60 first responders were on hand. It was airtight? Took 90 minutes. No, it wasn't it's airtight. And what are we worried about? Call the vault manufacturer and say, open it. Would have taken more time. Or Tony Spalatro. He's never had this issue there. of opening the yeah, door I was going to say, the door had they never been They probably didn't want closed. to take any chance if, if it was, you know, if she did run out of But air. like a seven-year-old boy stymied the entire program by shutting it once? Yep. Nobody's ever shut the vault door? A seven-year-old can push a yeah. damn vault right. door closed? And no I one's mean, paying attention? Yeah. Like, you'd think they'd be on high alert to keep that door open at all times. <laughs> and a seven-year-old's like, like Indiana Jones trying to move that. <laughs> My sister locked me in a model home once and then left, and no one looked for me for like two hours. She didn't tell anybody. I was just, everybody just thought I was outside playing. I didn't come home. I was locked in a closet in a model home. We were fooling around in a house they were building down the road and I popped in there and she shut me in a door and slammed the closet and none of the doors had knobs on them yet. They just had the the latches. I just sat in that closet I'm like, nobody's coming for me, ever. And then my dad finally shows up with a pocket knife and gets me out and he's, you kids are deep trouble. <laughs> we didn't do anything. She should be in more trouble than me. You got in trouble. It's your fault. For- yeah, how did you get in trouble? Well, we were trespassing on oh. something. He was mad at us for even going in. 56-year-old Robert Morris has been wanted in New Hampshire for a while. Cops hadn't been able to track him down until this week. After he stole a 50-foot yacht worth a million bucks and took it for a joyride, he stole the yacht from the marina in upstate New York, right on the border of Canada, and he tooled around in it for at least two days before the Border Patrol (laughs) helicopter spotted him. It happened in Lake Champlain. And he uh, basically crossed the entire lake into Vermont. So he might be facing jail time because he crossed state lines. Yeah. He didn't go international, though, did he? No. Darn it. He uh, had an online court hearing on Wednesday and claimed he was just testing the boat out after fixing it for the owner. Police found uh, five different sets of boat keys that he also had that had been Uh. stolen from the marina. Also tried to claim the owner gave him permission to use the boat. Wasn't Simply true. have to ask the owner and find out whether or not that's real. And they did. Bad plan. Bad story. Yeah. And he said he was just bringing it to Montreal for the owner. So he was heading for Canada. He was going to give it. Does the owner live in Montreal? 
Um, might. Might no. be. But the owner says no, that wasn't true. <laughs> None of this is real. Yeah. You don't want to bring in somebody who you didn't clue into your story. Why doesn't anybody just say, look, I'm never going to own a yacht. I had found keys to it. The guy wasn't here. And I lost my mind for a couple of days. Can you give me a break? The yacht's fine. No harm done. I didn't poop on anything. No harm, no foul. I'll, pay, I'll like, pay for the gas. Put me on probation. Like, if you had five keys to a massive yacht, and you're just like, life's not good, your wife's bitching at you all day long, you don't want to go home anymore, and you're like, this is, I'm taking this thing for a drive. Yeah, the choice of boats. Should have gone, you know, five different Right, boats. he had five, he was going to test them all, because he didn't want to go home. It's like the guys that drove the Ferrari in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. You don't give that to a valet. You keep your eye on it. It's like, you just, they're taking that for a spin. I've got some science news. Okay. Oh, unbelievable again. We were on a roll with you knowing things. <laughs> and look at you now. The memory of it left him like uh, his dad. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. You abandon things. You have abandonment issues. All right, Hello, my friends. I'm Professor Brady Bogan, and this is your science news. A very important study this week found that the cardboard coasters that are on bars, mm-hmm. it only takes a half second before they flip over in midair. They're horrible Frisbees. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's science? That was a science uh When you experiment. chuck it across a room, yeah. it turns over. In less than half a second. I can throw one of those without flipping it over. Yeah, in a half a second, it can cover the whole bar. Yeah. Those things but uh, what they're saying is that I, I still think... It can go forward, but the accuracy it it managed it'll always flip. It's going to do like a like a DNA spiral. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll bring some in next week yeah. so we can do a Chuck science experiment. Yeah, I think that's a good science experiment, Brett. We're going to learn a lot from that. <laughs> Brady was either right or not. Yep. And in the end, who, who cares? cares? <laughs> it's still fun to throw things. And how are they throwing it? You know, like different. A yeah, or they do the you know the over the shoulder flick, yeah. but then you're not throwing it flat, right? Because the card throwers are... Yeah, would it still... Would it, I don't know. Brett, bring him a bunch of... All right, I got it. You they spent that lady. $2 million on this research. No, they didn't. You got, Brett's got a lady working in a bar. I got a $16,000 tip today, Brett. You who are? <laughs> a study... This ends today! <laughs> it's my favorite line for Brett now. I think that's my new favorite Italian line. I brought home some ragu. This ends today! <laughs> A study at Purdue found that eating French fries can help lower lower your blood pressure. All right. They have to be baked. Where's Ralphie? Is he here? Ralphie, <laughs> you tell a fat guy propaganda news is back. I may be dead, but I'm still hungry. Bake those fries. That's right, Brady. You tell him. Ooh, tonight, eat those fries. A study in Scotland found running to motivational music helps you perform better when you're mentally fatigued or burnt out from work. Yeah. The Ooh. songs that they used, Run This Town by Jay-Z and Eye of the Tiger. Who runs to the Smiths? Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> the other night, because of my addiction, I... Uh, if you find the Smiths motivation. I was throwing a little... No one finds the Smiths Yeah, motivation. so they're saying motivation. Slash your wrist. Throwing a little, I was throwing a little leather at the heavy bag the other night, and I had uh, Dua Lipa on. And there's a song she calls... Uh, it's called... Uh, Scared to be lonely. And I'll tell you this. It's hard to throw three solid rounds together. <laughs> three three-minute rounds together with do a set. Because I, I backed it up. It's a good song. But Scared to be lonely was uh, it's Martin Garrix and Dua Lipa. And uh, you have it? Play a little bit if you find it. Because this, 
is this is so true. So you're throwing. I'm Fist throwing of heat. fury and crying at the same uh, time. Well, Levitate was on before. Billboard, baby, do a leap. I make them dance when they come on. Everybody looking for a dance floor to run on. And I'm throwing. Throwing. The, the Cleto Reyes is flying. I got them all going. And then uh, the next song was uh, this, Scared to be Lonely. And uh, it's hard to box to this. It's hard to fight anybody to this. So you just wanted to make love it's to the heavy. Be lonely. <laughs> oh, so sad. More of a cool down. This is definitely not a motivational get you going song. Three times you listen to it? Two and a half. Wasn't the guy on Peloton barking at you? No, Come on, I don't, bro. I don't Come have on. A Peloton boxing. I'm a Peloton fan. <laughs> <laughs> what are you listening to in there, homo? Hey, Peloton guy. Hey, that's judgy. That's judgy. This is a good song. They're in a fight. See, it's about a couple that's yeah, fighting, and they don't want to break up because they don't know. Are we. Are we just scared to be alone? Her and Martin Garrix. You can't fight to this. You just make love to it. Yeah, I want to rest. I want to nap. It's only got 632 million views. Is that right? Yeah. There's a video for this? Oh. Yeah, but it's not Dua. It's some lady in a field. It is? No, there's a lady in a field. There she is. She's there. Oh, yeah, that's do it. All right, round two. <laughs> Peloton fan. All right, everybody. <laughs> Stop crying. Punch the bag. Dua will so find nice. somebody. She'll find somebody. Yes, yeah, she's scared to be lonely right now. It's hard to break up. The Hubble telescope is in trouble. One of its computer systems crashed two weeks ago, and it's been running on in uh, safe mode. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. So yes. Marcus can take this thing down. Attack. Evidently, they can't fix it. So our IT guy has a button here on Earth. Yeah. Okay. What is what it needs to be fixed? It's just a big camera. I don't know. We knew it was going to break eventually. It was never supposed to come back. Right. It's going to crash. Right. right. It, it, we just threw it. It's a bar napkin. <laughs> we chucked it what out. What they're going to do is they're going to send someone up. Where is it? Unplug it. And uh, then plug, plug it back, back in. in. That's smart. That's Reset. the only way to fix Reboot it. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you were using Cleto Reyes's on that bag? It sounds like you're hitting it with your purse. <laughs> I was. Cleto. Cleto. And then I cried sequined tears. I cried sequined tears and I fought the bag. And my Cleto Reyes. Cleto's a good glove if you're interested. The oldest and Dua is a great companion for emotional <laughs> boxing. I like to call my new emotional boxing workouts. You get an emotional workout as well as a physical one. The oldest shark attack victim we know of that was discovered in Japan. Experts at Oxford studied his skeleton and found evidence of shark bites. They say he was attacked by a shark around 3,000 years ago. Nice. They also identified 790 separate injuries. Rough life. I was rolling down a lot of hills. Into water, evidently. (laughs) I fell down another hill into the ocean and then got bit again. Ow! You're unlucky. I'm going to change my hair or something. Where was he from? Japan. He was a Japanese guy just yeah. rolling into hills. Earthquakes back then, maybe. All sorts of things. Maybe it was Godzilla bites. Scientists at Florida State and the University no. of Alaska. Racist? Is <laughs> that what you looked at me for? <laughs> it is? I don't know. Just... Where else is getting bit by him? Not a soul that I know of. Never had a white guy go, this is Godzilla got me here. <laughs> 
Scientists at the Florida State University and the University of Alaska found fossils in the Arctic that show some types of dinosaurs lived in very cold, cold temperatures. Is this still science? They might have, yeah. Okay. They found that the dinosaurs <laughs> were warm-blooded. Indignant. Yeah. That's the latest theory. Were warm-blooded. Okay. Because... Uh, That's not a theory. It's possible they were warm-blooded like, <laughs> like birds are. They thought they were more of a, uh, reptiles. Oh. But, you know, the... They've always said like velociraptors or something like that. Were sure. always came from related to birds or birds came right. out. That's your science news, John. Oh, there you go. It certainly was. <laughs> now it's over. Now I know. Kind of got a little blank stare there for a second. <laughs> I, I think I confused myself when I brought Godzilla into the mix. In Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania, some people were asked to leave the Home Depot uh, because uh, employees said, yeah, "There's a couple people back here in the lumber." Uh, performing an exorcism on the uh, two by fours. <laughs> really, the police Amish came country? in and they were actually performing an exorcism because they were dead trees. And they were, oh, uh, felt bad back for the life. I guess I'd like to see that work because isn't it treated at that point? Not all of it. I guess some of it's untreated. Right, right. But the guy that just wanted to finish framing was a little uncomfortable yeah. in there with the. Uh, Step aside, Father Karras. I yeah. gotta get that two by four. <laughs> a young priest and an old priest. I'm gonna name this one Regan. This one, Reagan. We know what you're doing. The power of Christ compels you, tree. Yeah, yeah. The tree just lost its mind. <laughs> Your mother f- trees in hell. Oh. <laughs> I almost did the whole line. <laughs> the lumber spitting sap. You know what she's done? Your f- tree daughter. Hello, Father Hello, tree. We'll end it with some radio videos. The first one uh, is, what do they call the uh, sail? Socks that they're inflated with uh, inflatable <laughs> sail things in car. There's a term for them. Is they look like people. Inflatable, that the inflatable man? Yeah, but there's, uh, I forget what they call them. The big inflatable like, men outside the car? You're the only one that knows there's an anyway, actual this one's, Hold on, now I need to get into this. This one's twerking. We're talking about. The, the yeah thing inside of used cars so, yeah. yeah yeah that has a name it does get on that Brett what the hell do I Google what is the inflatable man outside inflatable of a car dealership name? called and it's gonna say this you're one, an idiot this one got snagged in a bush bush and it's bent over and it's twerking it's pretty nice people are gonna be buying mattresses flailing and cars arm it's a color flailing arm I got tube man tube man tube man and so this is a video of a tube that man. That doesn't working. ring a bell for you. Tube man's not the one. Sky looking? dancer. And there's air dancer. Sky dancers were yeah, those toys that used to dancer. shoot into the. And Linda Cohn's worst home run call. I used to hate sky that. Dancer. She used to say sky dancer. I'm like ugh, girl home run call. Here's the twerking right. sky dancer. Stop calling it that. It's not in the sky. Yeah, I got snagged by the bush. Oh, and right. up into the <laughs> yeah. That's gonna hot. Oh, yeah. The guy sold out of everything. Megan the Stallion. (laughs) Air dancer. I like that. I should make him twerk more often. Might have started a new thing. That's hilarious. Her face is, she's bent over and face down into that bush. (laughs) They gotta put another one behind her. (laughs) His hands would be going, yeah, I did it. I like that. The next one is a uh, drunk guy, what drunk people do. 
that's the oh! Instagram. Yeah. He just walked up to a guy mouthing off and got kicked in the face. It's back up. He ain't done yet. That didn't hurt as bad as I thought. Wow. That. Kevin Smith is just not <laughs> looking good right now. Holy cow. Why did that happen? It That's just, why it's under yeah. what the front people did. <laughs> it just kicks him. It makes no just sense. straight horse kicks him in the face. Heel of his foot into that guy's nose. That's a good kick. The next one, Oof. again, from drunk people doing things. This girl uh, is trying to do a spectacular entrance into the room. Okay. She runs in. Oh, oh, the mirror. Oh, that's seven years of bad plastic surgery. The mirror broke in her face. Oh, 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 no. It's hard to watch. You just know it's coming and she doesn't. And they've got like four mirrors there. Well, they're Instagram hot girls. Hooks her with the heel on the way. Oh, my God. Don't move. Don't move. Your face just got sliced off. What was that last minute? Sorry, we can filter that. It'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Put filters on her. Oh, my God. <laughs> the worst thing could ever happen to a girl. You're ugly now. You have to move out. We can't have you in here. Oh, no. No, Brady, no. This, I don't want to yeah, see this. Skateboard. Oh. This is skateboard. not skateboard. Chunks on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's something wrong with this one. That's momentum. That is a lot of inertia. It sort of looks like Brady ate Doug Hopkins and got on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not. Dad showing the boys how to skate. Is that a dad? Yeah. Or is that your mentally challenged nephew, no, Ryan? that's Pops. No, he's got a cell phone carrier on his belt. Dude. Oh, no. That's a 300-pound man. How did he get that much momentum going the other way I from know. the skateboard? Like, he's on a skateboard for four Gravity's feet. Gravity's a bitch, he's bro. He's going to the east, and then he falls off and runs to the west 20 feet. Faces yeah. a Pontiac. We have uh, another an entry from a listener. Okay. This is just a guy. Looks like they're building a pergola in the backyard there. Nice. Yeah, very stable pergola. Well, walking across the uh, unfinished top. It looks like Fitz. And now it looks like our own Fitz Madrid is about to do a handstand Look, on the pergola. Look, big can do this. And he's going right down. Oh, that's not good. That's... Oh! He fell off the pergola. He made a nice landing. Yeah, on his back. On his back. On At his least it wasn't on his head. No, he's not going to walk again, that's for sure, but... Well, the good news is he's got a place to sit in his wheelchair outside <laughs> under that beautiful pergola. There. Oh, there's some ribs oh, this is cracking. Bad. He did oh, a nice... Oh, oh. oh, that shoulder's not good either. Yeah. Well, he can call the core institute and get back in shape. They take care of every <laughs> joint in your body. He needs all of them redone. Wow. Is that it? One more? Brady looks like he's... Oh, I thought uh, you were searching. I thought okay. you were searching, too. Good. There you go. The wacky, waving, inflatable arm uh, guy is called the flailing tubeman. That is the name that somebody from a car dealership just sent me. The flailing tubeman. Somebody who knows. Yeah, people in the know. <laughs> Put out the flailing tubeman. Okay, it's 804. There you go. That is your Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. It's 98 KUPD. I got a lot of quality emails about uh, and texts about uh, me uh, punching a bag to do a leap of scared to be lonely. It's a very funny uh, one that just said, are you sure... Uh, when you say hitting the heavy bag, it isn't a euphemism for gargling your neighbor's ball. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a, it would be would be an odd would be an odd euphemism, although hilarious. And thank you for that one, Mr. Brown. Uh, and then uh, David Endress emails and says, "Bumping and singing along to do a leap on the number one rock station. Why not? This is why we love you. That's right, diversity." 
what everybody else claims they want, and it's the only place that actually gives it to you. But it is true. Brady, you're going to like this. I don't think you know this about me. You know, I said to pee. You do know that part. I do. Know I said to pee. It's cleaner. Less. You probably do yeah, it too. I know. As I a grown up, mm-hmm. do you sit to pee? Uh, you should once in a while. It's, I mean, it's you know, better, especially it's, in the middle of the night when you wake up to take that. Oh, I'm, I'm like, not standing up. Yeah. Mandatory night. But, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah totally. I sit to pee at night, and I learned. I learned my lesson when my mom started making me clean my own bathroom. That standing to pee was a disaster. There was urine on the shower curtain. I don't even know how I was doing it. Flying all over the place. So I sit to pee. But, but over the last few years, uh, you also know that I'm very clean in the region of. Like, I have to take a shower after every poo. Yeah. And uh, I did it here once when I had an accident. Oh, yeah. and I ran down to the shower we have here, which doesn't even work, and washed myself with the hand sanitizer back there because we don't have any soap. It didn't feel good, but I got to clean. Probably a disease. Don't care. Rather have a disease than a dirty bottle. Uh, so probably over the last probably five, six, maybe longer years, uh, when I sit to pee, I also do a little cleanup in the back area just, just to make sure. You know, spot check. You know, still run, run the white glove test. So I take a little toilet paper, give it a fold, and clean it. W- wash the back door, even though it was just a pee-pee. Okay? Just did that just now. Right? What? Just a quick check. Just a quick Thinking, check. Yeah. check. I know maybe. You have no have idea. Because I didn't okay. expect this. All right. And I'm going to struggle to get through the rest of maybe my life. Uh, so I go to the thing, and, uh, and I'm done peeing, and I'm like, let's give, a, let's give a little white glove test to the old back door. Did that. I'm like, let's do a double check. Let's go for a, let's go for a deep dive. Make sure it's all clean, still spotless. <laughs> one last wipe up in case I pushed anything around. It's called uh, OCD. What this is, and I give it a third one, still spotless. And then I wipe my nose. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> With the tissue in your hands. <laughs> I looked at it and I went, "Oh and my God, what did oh. I just do?" But that's the glories of being clean back there. This smell, yeah. smell like sandalwood. <laughs> smelled, smelled, smelled like sandalwood for my friends over at the Dollar Shave Club. It did. It smelled like my, my soaps. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I had a little lapse in judgment, a little, little lapse in oh. reason. I had a little runny nose. I wiped it. Looked. I'm like, That's good. Gave it a. I'm like, I just used it for the exact same thing. You Toledoed yourself. So I just did a little scrub <laughs> in the thing, and I, I did. I did something Toledo would do during a real wipe. Why waste? Just blow your nose right into the old stains. Oh, my heart fell out of my skeleton. Not a good move. Never done that before. I thought before. you were going to say blood. Good God, man. What's grapes, wrong with grapes you? Grapes of wrath. Well, no. You a hemi or something. Oh, I know when those happen. I can feel a hemi. You don't discover a hemi that way. I wasn't good. When you said blood, I wasn't going that route. I was that going was blood either. Hanger. You're disgusting. Troy. My thing's better. Oh, no. Hey. Oh, God. You thought that was coming? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like uh, Brett's right. I gave myself a little cleanup, and like evidently I'm an eclair. I don't know what's coming out. Of me. <laughs> oh, Slothberg there! <laughs> oh, we did. You know what that is? Should have known better. I'm eating too much pudding. I'm eating way too much pudding. You need some toilet paper for the <laughs> <Yeah>. nostrils. <laughs> I just wiped my nose. No, I'm good. <laughs> with butt towel. Oh, I'm not happy about this. One ply. Oh, no, I had a triple fold. It was one of those moments where I thought that was weird, but Brady's gonna like this. <laughs> Because it's all in the effort of cleanliness. And then I go and do that. Uh, it's 819. Who's here? Steve Trevino? Yes. Steve Trevino is here. See. Si. We're going to talk to Steve in just moments. Where is he? Improv or stand-up live? I don't even know which one he's at. We'll talk to Steve in moments. We love him. He's awesome. One of the last, he's one of the last comedians 
that didn't bow down to being a uh, liberal lunatic. Yeah. Looks like improv. Is it the improv? Okay. I love this guy. Steve will be in here in just a little bit. And my favorite stories about Steve are Brady saw his name on the marquee in Las Vegas and called him up. And he doesn't know Brady that well. So Brady and Rich put on their dancing shoes and meet him at a club where he's got, he's telling me, he sells Brady on this. Brady's inauthentic moment. Hey, Steve, I'm in town too. Come by, dude. We got bottle service. Oh, you go, all right. So Brady and Toledo try to go clubbing with Steve Trevino. And I think Toledo, Toledo wasn't allowed in because of his shoes. He looks like a pig. You're not allowed in. That's probably better for all of us because I don't drink. Trevino's like, you like Coke? Let's do that. You hear yet? I'm just here for the, I'm, does anybody have any milk? She does. She just had a baby. No, no, like out of like pasteurized. <laughs> I'm not gonna stay long. Yeah, Steve wanted to party and he invites Brady over thinking this is gonna be fun. Brady shows up in his golf shirt and his deadbeat friend and they're not allowed in. <laughs> uh Steve's coming in here in just moments. It's eight twenty, it's not yet KUP. It's 8.30 on the dot, and uh, a good friend of the show here, Steve Trevino. Good I like friend. saying your name. You guys yeah, left, right. left me in the lobby downstairs. Yeah, that's Iced right. you. That's how, you, like, that's how we know we're close. Like it's the like, janitor. Yeah, we knew you weren't going to bitch, but evidently <laughs> we're, we're not good Snyder's friends. Snyder's here. Yeah, look, Let's he's here. Him. And uh, it just dawned on us that his friend is with us again. And when Steve the was legend. Here the last legend. Time, his uh, his the, yeah. buddy is here. I don't even know his name. Timmy. Tim, yeah. yeah. Timmy. Timmy. And Tim is uh, also known as Dick Knot. And, and they explained that two years ago when you were here. It was like, uh, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty what, self-explanatory. If I yeah. had to say... if Like a walkie-talkie? <laughs> it's walking and talking. <laughs> right. It's, you Dick know. Knot, and, you, and nobody would ask, what's Dick Knot? And I would ask, what do you think he's called Dick Knot for? Yeah. It's because he can, he can do that. So I meet him 20 years ago in Indianapolis, Indiana. He's the bartender at the comedy club. Uh-huh. And I go up to him, I go, hey, man, I, you know, where are we going to... Where do we party around here? And he goes... You don't want to party with me. <laughs> Immediately tell you, the, you I'm off limits. Let me tell you something, You don't partner. tell me that, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. Challenge accepted. Bro. <laughs> yeah, guy, brah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he goes, he goes. well, I play rugby for the Indianapolis rugby team. I'm like, all right, oh. tough guy. <laughs> right. Automatically fighting. Yeah. He Simple goes, question of where's fun yeah. turned right. into less fun. Yeah. into a challenge. So we end up at the rugby bar at Connors, and he goes, I'm in charge of getting rid of the yuppies. <laughs> right. I go, I go, Does Tim have normal conversations no. with people? Everything is a threat. Every, yeah, everything is a everything threat. is a threat or a dick. It is, right it is. Everything okay, is gotcha. aggressive. Okay. Why are you yelling every time? Okay, guy, don't yell so bad. So anyway, we get there, and then of course he walks in. He's like the king of the place, and I'm like, all right, something's up, right? This guy has a special skill. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows here? him for a reason. Yes, there's a reason this guy knows. So then these college yuppie kids walk in, and everybody's like, uh, Tim. Get your job. He goes over there, drops his pants, Mm -hmm. and starts doing a balloon animal. (laughs) With his penis. (laughs) With his penis. Okay. And, well, first he goes up to him. I never forget. He goes, "Uh, you don't belong here. And the kids were like, yeah, we do. Our parents have money. Right? And Timmy's like, no. Drops his sweatpants. You don't even say anything like, don't make me show you why you don't belong. You don't even, it just just goes right to And they turn around and leave, and the bar cheers for Timmy, and I know. was like, "That's going to be my best friend." <laughs> and, and from that day forward, he's done it. And he ties have a table, so no he ties where it they into go. knots, and then the people that are threatened by that leave. Yes, and then that, and, and all it, the fun people stick well, around. The, no, the funny part is they watch first. Of course, they do. They don't just you leave. have to. Like, yeah. They, yeah, how they can you sit not there because you're kind of in a yeah, you're in a trance. That's a poodle. <laughs> yeah, you've been hypnotized by Dick. <laughs> 
Next is a giraffe. Dick yes. not hypnotism. It's wizardly. So, because the world has become the world, yes. um, my wife has canceled uh, Dick Knot. As a friend? Like, no, are no, you still allowed still, to have him over and stuff? No, he's allowed to be over. Okay. He's just not allowed to do performances anymore. Because every guy's got a, a friend wife that you have to kind of hide. Yes. Yeah, like you can hang out with him, but not right, at right. the house. and not He can't just show up with her. Is right. Dick not that guy? No, no, no. We she love, likes we, him. She likes him. She okay. just doesn't want him doing shows after the show. <laughs> right. No more yeah. Dick Knot at yeah. your work. Correct. That is that is That's reasonable, yeah. really, for most performers. Right. My wife went to bed. <laughs> Dick Knot. Yeah. Show this it's guys. time. It is time. <laughs> what yeah. is the allotted amount of time after your show ends where Dick Knot is back on fire? Well, you, you know, we have what we call Blackout Friday. Okay. It is, uh, our schedule is Thursday, get into town, yep. rest, wake up, do press, right? Do business Friday, and then Friday's my day off. Right. We get Blackout Friday. So usually at the end of Blackout Friday, Dick Knot. it's usually Dick Knot. Okay. <laughs> Have you tried Dick Knot at home? Oh, there's no way. I uh, tried it a little bit. That well, mine, mine looks like a like a toggle on a fur coat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know those little wooden toggles? Yep. It's got, the little, it's got that twist. You're not trying yeah, to put yeah. it in through the loop. <laughs> yeah, I got that. That's what mine looks like. Mine's yeah, a knot to begin with. I just gave yeah, mine. Just yeah, no. <laughs> mine's just, it, yeah, mine's like those, uh, what do they call those little, do- the it edible knots. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the little tiny, the croissant. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, the, uh, yeah so. Th- those things. It's Gar- impressive. A garlic knot. I gave it a tug. Yeah, it's a garlic knot. I tried to. Yeah, nothing's getting tied in anything. My nickname would be U-turn. I yeah. think that's as far as I can go. Call the pubic hair is longer. <laughs> right. I've got some pubes <laughs> that kind of make the make the game fun. Well, anyway, yeah. good. It's good to see you again, Dick Knott. Welcome back. <laughs> How do did. I not remember that immediately? I don't know. You, I looked over and I'm like, there's something What about him? There's something special. Yeah, special. Yeah, special. Go, you were here last time. Something special Did you, did you show him the video, Tim? Did you show We've seen it. Then? It's okay. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. We get it, Steve. Uh, uh, Matt's a little <laughs> what, pale right now. You know, saw the video. Goman watched it for the first time. Did you enjoy that, Matt? His dick's as big as Coleman. Coleman's only like 5'2". Yeah. Yeah, Jews don't want to see Gentile penises getting tied at the knots. Maybe Germans, but not this. That's not good. Uh, Steve's at the Tempe Improv this weekend, and Dick Knott stands close by in case things get out of hand. This is the way we promote shows. Yeah, this is it. You were here. Wait until you see it tonight. You were here pre-COVID when we didn't have guests because we weren't allowed to have people. Yeah, I didn't get to hang out with you guys. And you crushed it. Like, the place sold out in five minutes. We did. We sold out out very, very quickly. We've been very lucky, man, and everywhere we go, we sell out. So it's been uh, pretty cool. And how's your life going since COVID? Did you get it? First of all, did you get it? I've had it twice. What, that's really yes. I had it twice. You're and, positive. And, You're not one of those people that no, 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 says no. that you never I, went I, to a doctor. I, I had it twice. Okay. Um, the second time that I had it, the way I found out I had it is I was sitting down pooping, uh-huh. and I didn't smell it. That was that's <laughs> that's yeah. when you know it's a way. And, and yeah. I was I was that's, like that's also called a decent diet. I'm like I'm used to smelling these. <laughs> Clearly, so you didn't have one. I told my wife I go I have COVID. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, come here. So she comes in the restroom and she's like, "Oh my God, why did you call me in here? How do you know you have COVID?" I go, "Because I can't your face, because yeah, you can't." can't, I can't. Here. So, so there was no doctor involved. You just no, had... I, no. I went and got tested. I oh, did you, the, did, you did. Yeah, I got it. tested, and, and, and that was the opposite yeah. for me because it was nine. Same thing, but it was after nine days. I smelled it. And I almost cried. Well, you left his, I yeah. smell my witch's brew. You left that your is, feces in the toilet for nine days just as a test. No, I finally went nine days later. Oh, I see. Oh, I just daily. think Brady should be like. Um, uh, on the news because he's high risk and he's still here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We were using That's... his poop as smelling salt for other COVID patients <laughs> yeah. to come out of their mess. Works they like get a them off the intubator. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I didn't have it. So you had it two times. Had, well, so I had it in February. Well, I, 
had it in February, and then when we when Texas opened back up, my wife goes, look, if you're going to work, you're going to get tested after you work before you come right. home. But she's been making you do that for years, right. not for COVID. Yes, yeah. not for COVID. For all sorts. <laughs> so, uh, Dick yeah. Hanging out with Dick Knott yeah, and stuff? Yeah, 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 you better yeah, get a careful. bump test on the way home. Get in the tub. And so, good for you, too. My, my doctor goes, look, man, I'm not going to keep testing you if you don't have symptoms. Right. He goes, he goes, and you probably, he's like, you know, you said you had, you were sick in February. Why don't I check you for antibodies? We checked for antibodies. I had the antibodies. Okay. And then almost three or four months to the day, I end up not smelling my poop. <laughs> so then I went back. I had it again. So yeah, and nothing it. really bad comes from you. Didn't have anything other than the smell and the taste. That's and it, man. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Because of the media, I was a little scared. Yeah, right? yeah. I was a little like, "Am I dying? Am I yeah. gonna die?" And Does I just I watched worse? The Mandalorian. I finished. Uh, <laughs> you got a lot of TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I finished Ozark. You know, it was nice. <laughs> it's actually a nice break. And my, I got, I got my the wife, Sopranos in. Yeah. My wife would actually serve me. It was not like she tr- she cared for you. Yeah, she like when stuff we're dying to the room. Isn't it weird? That's what the wives do? Yeah. 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 Oh, they're supposed to. They okay, like when we're do. dying. You yeah. weren't dying hard enough. <laughs> you needed to right. die harder to get some food. <laughs> luck. Yeah, She's like, I, well, if I'm going to get this insurance money, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to at least say that I, I was hand in foot. I, I hand and footed him. Ooh, I don't know what that means. Uh, don't foot me, I, honey. Way to serve him. <laughs> Wait, yes, <laughs> thank you. God, you know, she hand and footed me while I was ill? For God's sakes, man. Don't make fun of me on your archaic radio station. What is it, 98? Yeah. Like, I'm over here doing radio. Yes, and you're succeeding. It's like, we'll it's like, owning, a, it's like owning a typewriter store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'll see. See, this is what Marty did, and that's why you guys got mad. Look at what's oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Bashing our station Never for crying back. out loud. Oh, we'll, Matt, they said I could come back. We'll sell you Matt, tickets. Matt, they said I could come back anytime I want. <laughs> you got to bring Dick Knott, though. Yeah. Uh, but the wife didn't catch it from you while you were there? Yeah, she did it. end up, she also, same thing. You gave thing. it to her as well. She, she, she got Couldn't it. smell your food. And it was, well, the scary part is we had just had a baby. Oh, geez, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. that I, during yeah. COVID. We have, yeah, well, we have a COVID baby. Uh, nice. Her, yeah, her name is Rona. Uh, <laughs> Rona Trevino. Quarantine Rona Trevino. Um, <laughs> we did, we, we, have a, we have a, she's six months old now. So we had just had a baby. So then my wife ends up with symptoms. Then we got to call the in-laws. But then the in-laws are older, so then we have the in-laws upstairs separated from us. In the house. Oh, in the house. Oh, with the baby, and then you know we're masking it, doing the, the whole thing. But, yeah. I mean, we're Bubble good. couple. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So you yeah. guys did have like a shutdown baby. Yes. Because that, that, that timeline works back right to when everything was closed. Well, yeah, you know, I, and I don't know if you saw My Life in Quarantine, the special that I have on Prime. You know, we had a miscarriage. I didn't and, know that. And, man, it was... Um, Great for comedy. Yeah, well, I ended up writing a bit about it because <laughs> I wanted to talk about it, you know. Um, we, we, we had a miscarriage after six months of being pregnant, and then um, I go to the fertility clinic, which, right. by the way, I don't know if you've been through this nightmare. No. Oh, my God. I had mine chopped off. I don't have any fertility oh, she, at all. She's like, here's a cup. We need a sample. And I'm like, all right, I'll bring it tomorrow. She's like, no, now. <laughs> I'm like, like now? <laughs> like, right. Start she's, baiting. She's, yeah, you can go in that restroom over there. And I'm like, you want me to, yeah, in the restroom here? Yeah, don't act like you haven't done it before, sir. I mean, no, I'm very good at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just like to do it when other people don't know I'm doing it. Right. But yeah. when they request, it's weird, different. That is weird because yeah. somebody said go. Like I love beating up, but if somebody said go do that right now, I'd be like, I don't. Say but that. you know, I'm. Doing I don't think it, right? I like that you're yeah. telling me to do <laughs> yeah. that. That's, that. It's not a command. So you know, I, I turn in the sample, and she goes, "In two weeks, we'll have your results." And then Corona started. Wow. And we stopped thinking about having a baby. We stopped trying to have a baby. And then all of a sudden, my wife's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, okay, well, that was awesome. I guess it works. <laughs> Your fertility yeah. test was yeah. a plus. Thanks for putting yeah. me through. Uh, yeah, all <laughs> that. A- I had to bring my cup in after my vasectomy. 
Because you have to beat into the. They got to make sure. Yeah. And the and the facility. I've, I've told this story several times. I didn't know it was. Uh, they said Thirty Second Street and Camelback at the Health Lab. Blah blah blah. It's inside the Safeway. So I have to walk store. into yeah. Safeway right. with a cup of my own stuff. Yeah. Like wandering around in front of these ladies shopping, going, ah, well, then ah, you put yeah. it right next to the Dannon. I'm, yeah, I'm walking yeah, into this. Yeah. Ladies walking are tasting in. it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, delicious. Cam Newton was right. Ooh. That was great. <laughs> Little Pantene for my hair. <laughs> I, I, I walked in, and then as I'm walking out with my cup, the doctor goes, I need all of it. I'm like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> So now I'm, I'm like squeezing it out like I'm trying to get the last bit of ketchup out of a ketchup pound packet. Pound in the bottom? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like straining it out of the... You have a little 57 on your dick? <laughs> Rolling up like toothpaste. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, but they don't give you any help. There's no, mag- there's no magazines. There's not a- I'm in a restroom. I'd heard yeah. they, and you're just in a magazine. clinical restroom. Yeah. You just got to figure it out. And, well, and, that's what the phone's for. Well, yeah, but then I get a text message from my mother-in-law. Oh, that's the worst. Like, how's it going? I'm like, it's yeah. not. I'm starting over. You're like, can you do me a favor? <laughs> FaceTime me. I'm doing yeah, yeah. something right now. <laughs> hey, Ma. Yeah. Hey, Ma. Uh, do me a favor. I don't want to look at your eyes. Turn around. <laughs> Turn around. Oh, you you nice. kind of look like my wife. Yeah, you, I, I, this is, I'm masturbating to the future. <laughs> I got to get used to this eventually. I'm masturbating to the future. It's like but, a time machine, that little FaceTime with mother-in-law. If that doesn't make best of, that's hilarious. You're doing a great job over there, by the yeah, way. Brad's killing it. He's good. He's a good audience. He's a good you audience. You thought of like four jokes. He's sending them to me. Yeah, I got a computer. He writes them all. I don't have anything. There is another guy in here, by the way. Yeah, his name is Brad. He's, he's yeah. very, he's, he's, you know what? He's congenial. He's very congenial. Yeah, that's, that's what right. we like about him. Shook uh, my hand. Very that's nice. right. He said hello, and then he sat back and he enjoyed the Offered show. Nothing. That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's what we pay him to do. You don't want to get on the bad side right. of Brett, though. He's Italian. Oh, he's, he's, he's our dick knot. He kind of hangs well, I knew around. He's Italian. His <laughs> eyebrows are connected. <laughs> he's not Galapagos, for God's sake. <laughs> of course, he's Italian. Steve Trevino connected to, to his hair, to his ear hair, to his back hair, to his wife's hairy face. Uh, Tempe Improv is where Steve is. Oh and, yeah, uh, I'm doing a show this that's weekend. That's right. And there's tickets still available. But they're going fast. TempeImprov.com. Uh, so what did you did you learn anything from COVID? Did you pick up an instrument? Did you learn a language? What did you do with your jujitsu? Did you learn jujitsu? Yeah. All of it. Not all of it. Oh, okay. I mean, we, we, I, well, I had started um, doing jujitsu because my son is in it. Okay. And then the the instructor told I go I go how come these dads get to work with the kids and they go well they're they they're students here yeah and if you get to a certain level then you can teach the kids so I want to be able to coach my son so I started doing private lessons. To how old is he? Catch up. He's five and a half. Oh okay. So <clears throat> I started it before COVID and then COVID happened and then I called the guy up and I'm like. What if we did private? What if, yeah. was, what if I hired you to come to my house? And I've been doing it now for almost two years. Awesome. Cobra oh. Steve. And you feel oh, like yeah. it, it, COVID made you better at it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, well, the other day I'm hosting an event at Loretta Lynn's Ranch in, in Tennessee, and there was a domestic dispute. Did you just call our station a typewriter? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking okay, about you're hanging out at Loretta Lynn's house, <laughs> and you well, drop that name. Yeah, <laughs> Boom. But it's that different than a radio. <laughs> you. Look out, feet. By the, the way, in the back of her head. <laughs> right. oh, but, man. you know, I'm on the radio because I'm a host. You know, and I have to listen. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden I, yeah, on the on the walkie-talkie, and all of a sudden I hear, oh, we got a domestic issue over here. Uh, can you guys come over here? I'm like, oh, I got to go. I, I got skills. Right. <laughs> I, I can jujitsu then. Choke people yeah. out. Like, I can, yeah. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? I go over there. Oh, it was awesome. And then the the, the all the cowboys show up. Like real cowboys that work her ranch, and I'm like, I don't think they're gonna need me. Yeah, yeah. the real guys. <laughs> yeah. They handle stuff. They got like cowboy boots and yeah. a. We Stetson had a Christmas hat. party, and one of our employees uh, got mouthy and started touching girls, and then saying the n word a lot. No, at our Christmas party, and I had just learned how to 
do Chokey. chokes, lots lots of different types of chokes, and they're like, we got to take care of him. So we get him over to the other side of the place we're at, and he starts calling the people who aren't at our Christmas party N-words. Wow. And like, he lost his mind. Drunken, lost his mind. I'm like, we're going to have to put him to sleep. And right, I'm he went dying. full Hunter Biden's son. Yeah, yeah exactly. He went Biden, full, yeah. It was Biden Jr. language. <laughs> Biden I thought he was re- it was like he was reading Without transcripts the of, the, of the laptop. And he's just, and he's, so I start to choke him, and then this girl's like, stop, stop. So I take him almost to the brink. <laughs> And then he comes back like, come on, what, what are you doing? N-word, N-word, N-word. Like, we got to drop him. We got to take him. So I start, I do it again. Go I, start, I start doing it again. We got to sleep you. And then uh, like, stop sh- doing sh- that. And uh, uh, he comes, I find out that the more you, like, take people to the end and bring them back, you care to You'll kill them. <laughs> and then we, we threw them in the back of an Uber. And the best thing to do is to cut a guy's circulation off and kill right. the carotid and then throw him into a lift and watch the driver go, uh-uh, no, I'm not doing this. You're like, like no, no, you got the trip. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's covered on the thing. Yeah. If this wakes up, you don't take him where and, he wants to go. And by the way, I'm giving you five stars, buddy. Yeah, you're getting a good review here. Getting but a good yeah, review. it is fun because when you learn to choke people out, it's hard not to want to. Oh, I was excited. Yeah, I was, I was over thrilling. there like, if yeah. y'all need me, yeah. <laughs> if y'all could put a mat down yeah. right here and put a gi on that guy. can you? <laughs> a gi <laughs> choke is yeah. cake. Can you well, please grapple. put a gi on him? I got mine in the car. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Oh. What was the domestic violence at Loretta Lynn's ranch? Some dude was was beating on his girl. In of a, course, but I mean, what was course, the it's issue? It's, it's Loretta Lynn's <laughs> yeah. ranch. That's it's I mean, part of the course. Yeah. This wasn't of, listening. It was part of Coleman. They all volunteer. Daughter. They all talk. Okay, who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna beat up Loretta? Who's tonight? gonna beat up their wife tonight? <laughs> Man, I, I want to hang tonight. Can it's I? your day in the barrel, Dan. Yeah. Hey, we didn't hit Loretta yet. It's five o'clock. <laughs> Man, I haven't, beat, I haven't beat on my wife in a while. <laughs> it's been a long while. I'm a, I'm a gu- shotgun. <laughs> Shotgun on beat wife. I've had a couple drinks. I want to be responsible. Somebody drive me over. It's like, not my wife around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Loretta, what is Loretta Lynn's ranch? She owns, uh, well, what, if, if you're into motocross, it is, they call it the. Um, Didn't expect that. It is the, it is the stop in motocross before you go to the national championships. Loretta Lynn's house? Yes. They call it the road, the road to Loretta's. The mud ranch. Yeah. They do? Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, in August, there's a huge motocross race there to find out who's going to be the national champion. At her house. At her ranch. And she has like 7,000 acres. She bought Is this. Is there a tiny, stadium there? It's a tiny ranch. It's not a stadium. It's, like motocross uh, happens in outside. stadiums. No, God, you're so white. Yeah. Yeah. This is like are you that city? Are you that city? <laughs> yes. You, you do stuff outside? Motocross. What are they doing? For championships. Is I mean, that the I LA Coliseum? Here, I know here nobody does anything outside. No, but I mean, but when it but, comes to town, it's like, you know, Sunday, Sunday, motocross at well, the ballpark. Well, they'll do the arena things. But How do you know? Don't defend <laughs> it. Like, don't act like you're in on this. I'm talking to Loretta Lynn's Dude, friend. I've been in the mud. Yeah, Brady's starting to answer the questions <laughs> about motocross. Bikes couldn't handle you. But yes, I didn't they know have, that they, they have did. this huge thing outside, and they do they do different events throughout the year on this huge no ranch, and they have cabins and. Is and it attended RV. or is it like it's, it's a legit yeah. thing, man? Look at that! I had no idea. Road to Loretta's. Yeah, I thought it was all just done in stadiums and stuff. This is just outdoor hillbilly. Uh, yeah, so she bought the town. See, that's a mill. Is that's wow. across the street from her? Across the street. How from did you get house. to know the Lins? I got invited to, to host an event for her uh, about four years ago, and then it turns out that all her family lives and works on the ranch, and then I became very good friends with the ranch manager, who's her grandchild. Yeah. She's still here, right? She's, she's still like 100 years old. Yeah, you, you've met old. Loretta? I did. She kissed my son on the lips. Uh, well, that's, well they're, they're, they have I'm no a, barriers with age. Yeah, they, she doesn't <laughs> The hillbillies just they start well, making out with everybody. My favorite part is every time I talk to Loretta, she goes, you know, do little Lynn, who's her husband. Right. You know, he was the honky-tonker. 
<laughs> you know, and I, I told my, my wife, goes, what does she mean honky tonker? I go, that's old fashioned for he cheated on her. And he was a, he was a drunk. And he was a drunk, yeah. He was a drunk who you know. slept with and, all of it. And I'm like, God, those are the good old days. You could cheat on your wife, go to the bar. And the nickname. <laughs> and then they just call you honky tonker. That's how he is. I would put it know? on my business card. I'm a honky tonker. I know, you know what I do. She's like, I never liked Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he was Tommy Lee Jones was Doolittle. Do Doolittle, right? Yeah, do yeah. and, and Colmine's right. daughter. So oh, I forgot about that. I would get a card that says honky tonker. Yeah. You know, babe. It's, it's I'm just, just that. That's who I am. I do. That's I'm, I'm a honky, honky tonker. tonker. I mean, you can't take that out of a man. So that. By that, the way, my friend's going to tie his dick in a knot now. He also yeah. honky tonks on Friday. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, Whiskey Meyer. You guys know who those guys are? Uh, no. Oh, you should. Is it a, is it a country band? Well, they're they're Southern rock. Okay. Country, but they're you got to check them out because if it's country like, music, I I have an IQ way dude, past eighty five, so I don't listen. These guys rock. Okay, I mean I like rock, the and, rock and, stuff. So when I met those guys and I told them the story about the honky tonker, now we have a thing where we text, and he's like, because they're on the road, I'm on the road, like any sightings of Doolittle? Honky tonker. Oh, Doolittle's out here honky tonker. Dude's dead, right? Yeah, dude's dead. Oh, okay. Well, when you honky tonk, you don't live long when you're honky tonk. <laughs> you don't last yeah, as long your as heart, ready. A lot of pressure and guilt. <laughs> you're ready. There's a lot. Loretta. Oh, no ready on you. Oh, yeah, she would say that. Well, you know, sometimes he'd be gone for two, three days, but he'd always make church. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and you know how hard it is not to lose it when she's te- she's straight oh, up telling right? you, yeah, like no, I mean he would do this. He's hosing somebody he, else for three days, but he had to get right with but God. He never missed church. <laughs> he never missed church. Oh, Makes him a good man. I like yeah, do those the good old days yeah. when you get to tell your wife, you know, I'm going to be there at church. Yeah. I'll be there. I will. See you Sunday. See you Sunday. <laughs> do not smell my hands. Oh, pe- peace be with you. Yeah, peace and, and also with you. And also, and with, also you. with you. You get yeah. that on Wednesday. See yeah. you Sunday. That's, yeah, and so Loretta, did you have to ask her what Honky Tonkin was? No, I knew. I, oh, yeah, you yeah. knew the whole time. I'm from Texas. I'm okay, like, so oh, yeah. Honky Tonkin. My dad's is. a Honky Tonker. Was your dad a Honky Tonker yeah. as well? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I remember <laughs> I remember partying with like my dad. You know, you always wonder where your dad goes. Like, where's my dad go? Like, it, it yeah. must be awesome. Honky Tonkin. And then when I was like 16, he took me, and I'm like, this this place? Like, these this is a horrible place. <laughs> You know, then you meet his girlfriend, and you're like, Dad, what, like... He introduced my, you to his girlfriend? Well, and then your uncles are like, hey, if Steve doesn't know how to party, <laughs> it's about time. It's about time you learn. You're yeah, hey, don't, don't bring him out. Honky-tonkers just, take yeah. their children to their girlfriend's yeah. house? Yeah. Uh, that well, seems the, insane. The, the bar where... Where she is. Yeah. And then you put two and two together. Yeah, and you're Because like, your uncles tell you. You're like, wait a minute. Like... How about that? Who's wow. This, who's this chick? You know, do they, Wall Street guys call yeah. that honky tonkin? I don't think they do. I don't I mean, either. I, mean, I think they, they just they, they just call it politics. I'm an infidel. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're Democrats and Republicans. That makes yeah, tons yeah, of they're sense. Just politicians. Wow. I had no idea about any of this Loretta Lynn stuff. That's hedge yeah. fund. And, and the, uh, the 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 events they have there. I was at a Jeep event. Jeep people are nuts. I have. Yeah, I'm a Jeep. Dude, there was, you got to come to this thing. Seven miles of off-road chair oh. trails. Loretta Lynn's Jeep. Ranch. Is it Loretta's again? <laughs> yes. Jesus, what's going on over there? She has seven thousand acres. Like she's got a stomper track for. And then they did uh, the honky tonk. And then they do like the the climb up the mountain, like all the jeeps, like straight oh, up yeah, the mountain, yeah. straight it's up crazy. a mountain. Yeah, that's what jeeps do. Obstacle course they have at Mudball. Great, it was it was unbelievable. Well, was get me awesome. in on this, Steve. Let's, Let's go. do this. I'll I'll take you in the jeep. We'll go uh, next year Father's Day weekend. We'll sing some Dua Lipa in the jeep, and yeah, we'll start Timmy doing. Get Tim Tim with it. He can wench it out of there with his dong. Well, honky tonk. Well, honky tonk all weekend. We're at Loretta's house. I think it's legal there, right? I think it's okay. So Loretta, does anybody? She still honky tonk herself. Uh, no, she's she's pretty rough, man. Yeah, she's in, yeah, she's she, she had a stroke. Um, oh, that's right. Three years ago, maybe. So and, she's not and, riding the bike anymore. 
No more. No, she, no, she, was on the, she was on the Peloton. Uh, <laughs> right. And, uh, <laughs> and under Loretti. If you, if you <laughs> find Loretti. Come on, Loretti. Come on, Loretti. How about that? And yeah. you got hooked up with Loretta Lynn in yeah, and, and, what way? Like, how does that happen? I don't even know how that happens. Well, I, you know, I get hired as a comedian to host, and then I hit it off with the family, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, you're family. I'm Who like, else oh. do you have in this? Because that's a weird one. That is a weird one. You're the one. first person I, in 20 years on the show that's like, I'm friends with Loretta Lynn. Well, you know, and, and to be completely honest, it, it was, um, uh, I, I would watch Coal Miner's Daughter, Daughter all the time. Great movie. I, I grew up very podunk. I, I grew yeah. up in a farming town. You related to it. Uh, more than you know. Yeah. Like, it made me feel like, oh, I can do it. Yeah, I lived in West Virginia for two yeah. years. So that, that movie, I know. <laughs> yeah. And I was like eight when that movie came out and we were there. Right. So it, like I knew these people. So to meet her and to be on the ranch and to see this house that was on the movie, it, it's just mean, it means the world to me. I mean, it's one of those. That's cool. And I've, been, I've never been starstruck. No. But with her, I was. Well, it's, it's weird, and there's sure. a because I don't get starstruck either. But I mean, it was, I've been hit by a couple. Muhammad Ali and Harrison Ford were the two of them. Yeah. Good. You're like, oh, my God, right? Yeah, so, and they bring her in, and then she goes, all my family is going to sing Coal Miner's Daughter on stage Sunday night. Steve, we want you and your wife and your kid to join us. And I'm like, oh, on stage? Yeah, on stage. Yeah, it was. It was oh, you know how that would have been great? It was awesome. Like, I and, was and you got to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know you know the words to Coal Miner's oh, yeah. top to bottom? Well, I tr- she didn't, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she was full Joe Biden on isn't stage. It good, isn't it great, though, that Steve, you never knew your it career, was, you'd be on stage. It was like stage. weekend at Bernie's, bro. They, <laughs> they bring her out, somebody's running her arms. <laughs> and, and the crowds are going to go, why is the uh, help uh, moving Loretta around so much? And Steve's His arms are going, too short. He can't move her arms. Steve's too close to the mic. I was born a coal miner's daughter. <laughs> How did I get an accent like that? Because that's what wow. they heard. That's, that's what they a, heard. That's, that's what you guys that's hear. Hillbilly. That's what when we I hear. Talk, you guys when you hear. hear. Like in your ears, you hear total normal Texas. Yeah. What we hear is like, oh, chips and salsa. Hey, we, just, we have a problem. Hey, bro. I never smoked no weed like that in my life, bro. <laughs> uh, Steve Trevino is at the 10 p.m. Press. Yes. All weekend long. Uh, you got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. I guess not Sunday. You're not doing Sunday. No Good. Sunday. That means success Black in comedy. Friday. I'm a honky tonker. I got to right. be at church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> church. It works out that way. Uh, Steve, leave us with words of wisdom. You guys are kicking me out already? Yeah, you got to go. Spatula, bro. Get out. Spatula. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers. Spatula. Yeah, well, we, we kept you for a long time. What else you got? I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. Um, I no, thought I'm you were done. Get out of here. Well, you know. It started to see it's radio. What are you going to go? Yeah, well. Go typewrite and use yeah. a printing press? <laughs> Send out a telegram. <laughs> can, rest can you of the talk day? about the TV show you're working on? Oh. Yeah, we're, so we're working on a, well, well, the new special will be coming out soon. Uh, it's called I Speak Wife. I'm very excited about it. And then, <laughs> and then we're working on a reality show uh, where we take couples, put them on a, in a house, and I, I give them, they're all engaged, and I give them marital challenges to see who can make. Um, yeah, the, for instance? The, uh, well, for instance, like, um, you know, where they have to decide who's going to put the swing set together. Oh, God, that's right? horrible. And then get them to do that yeah. and then test their patience and their relationship. See if they make it. Yeah. See if Find they can make it. they're yeah. qualified. My goodness. So that's the reality show that we're working on right now. That's okay. the world we live in. That's it. You know? That's not bad. I'd love a sitcom, but I'm Mexican. <laughs> what does we're, that mean? We're not, we're not allowed to have them. <laughs> we're not allowed to be on TV. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> well, there's been one. Right, and it was terrible. So we're not going to give you a second chance. That's my point. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Thanks, George. Yeah. But Thanks, it was George. way back. I mean, we had AK. What? Now you laugh? Yeah. I <laughs> love that. This guy doesn't talk. I'm in on. <laughs> this guy doesn't talk at all. Yeah. Oh, you start talking about, like, uh, keeping people out of stuff. Oh, he's yeah. happy. He's he's I told you he's Italian. He's AKA bad. Pablo, uh, the George Lopez show. Yep, Cristela. Uh, uh, Cristela was yep. a big one. The yeah. Mexican One Day at a Time. Yep. Uh, Cuban. 
Bye. We're, not everybody's Wednesday. We don't know. Okay. It's all the same. Uh, it's all the same. Yeah. We don't know. We I know you're know. in Phoenix. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know. You guys only get one flavor here. Was it Cuban? Yeah, the one day at a time was. It yeah. was? Yeah. You'd still done it, though. Sure. You'd have been Schneider on that. I've been happy to be Schneider. I want you to get a show, then. What would, your, what would your sitcom be? I don't know. I mean, me and my wife, the stories I tell on stage. There's never yeah. been like a, a Hispanic version or a Latinx, I'm sorry. Well, I, who knows what it is. Latinx I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't Cosby know show. Are. Like a Latinx Cosby. I'm not going to be Cosby. Yeah, I, I think you should be the next Cosby. <laughs> Maybe a, a reality show, Life with Loretti. But, but I mean, yeah, yes, Life with Loretti. The, the, se- the second coming of the honky-tonker. <laughs> I mean, Loretta, I'm going to be gone for honky three days. Oh, I think that's fantastic. And then I'll go to church with you on Sunday. Right. <laughs> church by Sunday, it's yeah. called. No matter what happens the first six days, we'll get there on Sunday. Um, well, good. Well, I want you to have that. Hopefully someday. We're well, then excited. let's make that happen now. I'm a... You're, you have hey, all the ideas. Your lips to God's ears. Let's do it. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And then, right. and then do not ask Timmy tonight to tighten the knot. Do, absolutely. The wife has you said see, yeah. that that show is over. And for those of you who don't, like if you don't know, Timmy is like Bill Cower and John Stockton Dude, the, shorts. We're, we're in, <laughs> that's a, it's just basically what we're looking at. We're in, we're in Portland, Indiana. I get hired to do this show. We go to the one bar that's there. Pack it in. Right, and the owner of the bar comes up to me. He's like, "Did you bring all these people to my bar?" And I go, "Yes, I did." And so we start talking, and, and we start talking about Timmy. And, I, and he goes, "He can do what?" And I go, "Oh yeah." He goes, "He has to do it tonight." I go, "Man, I don't want to get kicked out." He's like, "It's my bar." Yeah, you're not getting kicked out. Put him on stage. So oh, Timmy jumps man. on the bar, and people start clapping because they don't know what he's going to do. And then as soon as he drops his pants, everybody takes like seven. You want to talk about social distance? Yeah. <laughs> everybody takes seven Beast. feet back. Timmy pulls it out, ties it in a knot, and then before you know it, there's 15 shots lined up for Timmy. For Tim. Yeah. He drinks them all, and that was the invention of Blackout Friday. <laughs> That's... Does he keep it tied in a knot the rest of the night? No, I think he unties you have to it. Untie it. Yeah. Have you ever tried to pee with it tied? You should. That would be neat. Well, the hard part is Why? That, yeah, Coleman, what's wrong with that? That would be a neat trick. He, he for my next trick. Like you, I mean, this is old straw? now. He always asks for volunteers to put a finger in it. You know, because you need a finger in to, it. T- to tie it. You know? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, like to do the bow. Can you put your finger here to yeah, do the bow? Yeah. yeah, I mean, after a while, it's like, yeah, we've seen that. Now what do you got? I think trying to pee with it would well, be Well, we, we did have one guy that beat him at a motorcycle rally. We, we had a show going on. It was a He did a night. noose. Well, no, the guy the guy pulled it out and licked the head. Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations. It was the next level. And then Timmy cried and left. Yeah, the only thing I could do is <laughs> what just happened. No, really, to... Timmy. Timmy had never been beaten, and when that dude did that, yeah. it, it crushed him. Topped it. it the only thing him. I could do is pull mine out and lick Timmy's. <laughs> <laughs> that was as close as I could go to winning that contest. But I think Tim would cry again yes. on that moment. Well, Loretta Lynn certainly would. I should have left. Yeah, I, I, I told yeah, you. This, you, told I, I, you. I told you. <laughs> give me words of wisdom. And you went on and on about yeah, some we, show nobody's going to watch. We had it go. Words That's of it. wisdom. <laughs> yeah, anything, anything at all. Give the world something. Words. You don't have anything? I don't, Nothing? I mean, all I can say is work hard and never quit. Those are words of wisdom. That's it. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's what I tell my son every day. That's right. And he's going to do it. Jiu-jitsu uh, is his uh, option if you disagree with that. Yeah. He'll take you down. Uh, Tempe Improv this weekend. TempeImprov.com. Steve, always a pleasure. It's 98 KUPD. It's sponge right there. Plowed. It's 921. It's uh, time for Brady to give us the entertaining news that we got. It's Friday. It's flying by, too. we got to get the squares together, Jeremy. you got nine minutes to start. you got the everything's wrapped up. We just need to add the names. Okay, good. Jeremy's good. It's Jeremy's birthday, by the way, everyone. Happy birthday. Somebody emailed and said, hey, for Jer- old Jer's birthday. 185? Yeah, that's right. That's right. We should have Dick not uh, show him a trick or two. <laughs> that's right. Jeremy is 185 years old today. 
We're going to do a Civil War reenactment and then have a consumption cake. It's going to be great. Uh, We're going to stump them. Oh, no, oh, don't do that. I know it's stumping you. Yeah. You tar it? Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, it's, there goes your car, Brady. That just made me nervous. I'm just looking out the window watching your car leave. I forgot you're having a treatment. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And uh, you can learn all sorts of fun things. Get yourself in great shape. This summer is upon us. It is hot. There's no, uh, there's no reason to try to do an exercise routine to get you in shape for the summer body. That is going to make you bored, and uh, you know you're going to quit that. Find something that challenges you and makes you want to become better at it. It is like learning a new instrument, and you're using your own hands and legs and body to do it. Outstanding stuff. Kevin Ray uh, and I were talking about yesterday. He he's in that too. He goes to Tactical Black. He's absolutely loving it. And you start getting into this like little weird uh, cultish type mentality of p- talking to other people. When Steve Trevino was talking about uh, was it jujitsu? Oh yep. man, it's like ah. You start getting excited. It's fun. That's the one thing about working out that's been missing in my life for years. This is finally fun. Have some fun. Get in great shape. Put some tools in your belt you didn't know you needed. It's easy. Self-defense training uh, that actually works. It's real. Check it out. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Uh, Just real quick, by the way, the guy that picked up my car is driving away. Former producer of Beth. Is that right? I almost wound up. Let's let's hear some dirt. Did he still have bruises on his cheeks? No, <laughs> no, he's over it. But he said, "Yeah, this ends true. today." Yeah, that's Beth's famous line oh, when you're man. fired. We should have put Dick Knot up against Beth and seen what happened. Oh, well, I wouldn't do that to Just, Dick Knot. Yeah. <laughs> you think he'd be, be the oh, second yeah, time to cry? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beth, yeah, he'd make Beth. Beth would be like, "Just the tip, for God's sake." <laughs> Beth would go to the base. She's amazing. She's like a slinky too. It's amazing. The government is about to release a summary of everything they know about UFOs. And on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, uh, the Discovery Channel will do a, they'll analyze the government's UFO files, a three-hour live event. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Discovery Channel's going to read the documents to us, so we don't have to do anything. In addition from the government and scientific communities, guests will include uh, X-Files creator Chris Carter. Well, that's not a thing. Men in Black director no. Mary Sanders. Oh, idiots, you're ruining it. And Will Smith. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones yeah. as K. I believe I know that aliens exist, and we're going to have to... Jeff I, Goldblum. I, I Tom from yeah. Blink. Randy Quaid. Yeah, the, the, the UFO consulate of yep. Goldblum. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's going to show up. <laughs> Darth Vader will be there for no reason. <laughs> I believe Darth Vader knows more about space than I could ever know, but I do know about aliens. No, that is right, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> We are the, the consulate of, of people who know about UFOs. Verizon Wireless. <laughs> CNN. <laughs> That's right. So if you ask people about uh, UFOs, you want to ask Tommy Lee Jones. I believe I played K. <laughs> was his name K? Yeah. He was K, right? Agent K. Agent K. Um, the third guy is a guy from Blunk, Blink-182. Blunk-182. Yeah. He's going to... Wait. On Tom, the, he's on one the, of those UFO uh, he's crazy UFO? guys. Oh, oh yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Is he the cancer guy? Mark Hoppus. No, is that's the yeah, Hoppus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears spoke out again yesterday. Yeah. Again. Something we don't know is going We're on. We're going to help her out. Let's see, we should start a GoFundMe for her. That poor little angel's in trouble. Her beautiful boyfriend stepped up on TMZ finally and stood stood up for her. That guy is. He's dreamy? He's dreamy. He's ridiculous. It's like somebody drew him. Like, that's, they should make babies. You know why? That's why. Yeah. She wants to have another kid. I know. She wants to have kids. She's not allowed to because her dad controls her menstrual cycle. And I'm surprised she's not <laughs> catching any heat from Popozoa on that. 
What, more babies? Why? Yeah. Why would uh, Kevin Federline care? See, that's well, the nickname he has for Kevin Federline because he heard it once. Where the hell did that come from? Because he had a, no, it Bra? He had oh. a, he had a song called Popazoa. And Brady likes You are it. the only person that yeah. knows that. So he, and that's and I know it because Dummy won't stop bringing it up. <laughs> Twelve years old. I gotta pull that up. Yeah. Is it good? He called himself Popazoa in the thing. Nobody knows what it is, but Brady loves it, and that's what so I have to explain Come to on. the audience, like Bob and Tom, what Brady means is well, Popazoa is Kevin Federline, the father of Britney's original children. Whatever Turt and Chun drag. That's Steve, Steven Seagal. Who the hell's that? Steven Seagal is Turt and Chun. He read once that he went to some Buddhist thing. And they changed his name to Turton Chundrag, and Brady won't let him change it back. <laughs> it's annoying. You don't like this, this Brett. Is, this the isn't man, real. The <laughs> ma- it's 100% real. The it's man loves really nicknames. Be. The man loves nicknames. There you go. K Fed Popozoa. That's the song. Oh, and it's oh, terrible. I'm surprised you don't play this at weddings. No, no. <laughs> he doesn't do a lot of Portuguese weddings. <laughs> here comes Popozoa up your ass. I could box oh, to that. It's terrible. It's Popozoa. <laughs> you know it from the name. It's a place I wouldn't eat. You guys want to go to Red Robin or Popozoa? Ugh. Red Robin. Jamie Lee Curtis talked about her striptease uh, scene from True Lies. Right. Didn't rehearse it. I can tell. I told oh. you the story about that because I tried to pause and toss that, and I hit it one on the light, and it was just a cottage cheese factory. Uh, really? Yeah. I was. I had a frame by frame VCR. It was hot, like forehead, super yeah, clean yeah, all the time, yeah. so I could, you know, back in the day when you, so had, I could yeah. really slow mo some stuff. Left hand, right hand, doing all the work. Left hand working the remote, and there's a scene where the light flashes, and her leg and ass are like it's in a thong, and it is just all. I forgot the song. I felt bad for. Her. So basically, you don't want to watch it on Blu-ray with that you HD, don't 1080p, don't 4K, because okay. it's in the dark. It yeah. looks great in the dark, and she's. But it did. It kind of wrecked it because I was like, "Oh!" Because I happened to catch a bad, like it's, a, it's like a bad picture. Everybody has them, but I was trying to beat it. I'm like, "Oh!" So well, now yeah, that's that was my... before Activia, <laughs> right? Whatever. The yeah, hell her she ass did, was still whatever. working properly. Yeah, yeah way before. <laughs> I mean, it was falling apart, but it was it hadn't it hadn't unmeshed yet. Or she's got to yeah, she got to eat special dense, food. Huh? Oh, yeah, and not not it was a hailstorm. Well, Shane Orlando. <laughs> yeah, we got to call Shane Orlando and get that buffed out. <laughs> I know you'll be excited about this, John. Lena Dunham Ugh, is making a next. Polly Pocket movie. A what? Polly Pocket. What's a Polly Pocket? I don't know. <laughs> is that the same as a Popozoa? <laughs> some reporting. <laughs> does she get naked in it? I don't know. What is it? Jeremy knows. Jeremy, what is it? Birthday boy Jeremy. It's like us. a kid's toy. Polly Pocket is? Yeah, it's like a little toy. It's a little mini. Oh, good. That's good then. Then she won't get naked. Yeah, the whole she won't be Thank playing God. Polly Pocket. For children, so she better not. Well, if she does, if, if they make her brave in that. Last thing I need to do is see Lena Dunham naked ever again, but especially in a children's show. Well, actually, I want her to because then she'll get canceled. Ugh. The children don't deserve that. I know well, you hate kids, but you don't hate them that much. No, the kids don't deserve Lena Dunham. <laughs> yeah, we got to save the children, I say. Words I never thought I'd hear. Yeah, never ever. From Lena Dunham. Yeah. Save the world from it. We have a little fallout from Mumford and Sons. Winston Marshall has quit the band. The one that had Because it was political. No, it isn't. This is all goofy. He read a book that he liked the viewpoints of. He endorsed a book. And made a comment saying this was interesting. He found interest in something that people on the left hated. He apologized. And he apologized for liking a book. It wasn't even his opinion. They like this is interesting. For the music yeah, made, I can read about book. Hitler and say, "Wow, what a fascinating mind!" 
It doesn't mean I support every single thing he did. Wait till they hear Brady's view on Hitler. No, they, he, Brady won't hate Hitler. He's got a lot of good points. Brady's from Ohio. The guy could party, man. <laughs> he put together a party. A <laughs> Nazi party. The guy could party. <laughs> I, I rank it like uh, it's one of the top three parties in my... It's third-ranked party. This might surprise you. Bob Marley's family is coming out with a magic mushroom line. You know oh, anything nice. about it? Good for them. Keep milking him. He died in 1980, by the way. Family's still trying to get him to endorse products. Is Ziggy still out there doing his thing? Yep. He's coming to town. Oh, he is? I'm glad I don't know that. Ziggy's got to be 100. So is Fish. Ugh. What John weekend is Fish you. coming to town? I need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. No, we don't. If I, if I wanted to see a fish, uh, a group of fish fans, I'd just go down to where all those tents are, uh, the homeless people are hanging around down there. They all look exactly like a fish audience. Let's do a live broadcast. Ziggy's there, 52. Johnny. He is? Yeah. He's been at it for a while. Let's do a live broadcast. The only difference the between uh, like 4,000 homeless people and a fish show is the smell. The homeless people smell much better. <laughs> Ugh. That That's it? it, bro. All right. There you go. Uh, all right, uh, the Guadalupe Squares are coming up. We got to rush this one. We got to hurry up. We've we've been lacking. Uh, if you want to play, five eight five ninety eight hundred. That is the phone number. The Squares are coming up next. It's ninety eight KUPD. Thank you very much. There's system moving down. Uh, it's nine forty five. It's time for us to start getting the heck out of here. Uh, but before we do, we have to get you guys on these here Guadalupe Squares. That's right. Just like the Hollywood Squares, only completely different. And formerly done in Guadalupe, so it kept the name. That's as simple as it gets. And here's our host of the Guadalupe Squares, birthday boy, Jeremy Bergeron. Happy birthday, Jeremy. Thank you, Chancellor. Stop in the top left corner. It's a Ross Perot Happy birthday. King. Just want to say happy birthday. I brought my friend Larry King. He's here with me now. Larry's up here. Larry, are you with me? Always with you, Ross. Always right next to my guest today, Ross Perot. Both dead. Gridlock. Out in heaven. Oh, and we've got also former vice presidential candidate that no one remembers. Uh, Ross Broskin. What are you talking about doesn't remember? How do you not remember the great general? Admiral Stockdale. Stockdale. Admiral, that's right. He's an admiral. I told you that. I just want to make sure his, his brain was still functioning. Right. Jeremy, Jeremy, you remember wartime? You remember going back in time, wartime? Yes, I do. When you were a Confederate soldier? No, you were no, fighting no, for no, the union, rights of the white union. man? Remember when you were fighting for the rights of the whites? That's nope. right, All right. You've got a question for... Do you have a question for the guest? Or uh, we're going to let you go. Jeremy, happy birthday from Phoenix. <laughs> Ross, did you enjoy your time on Jeremy's show? Larry, I don't think you understand what's going on right now. We're in a game show. We're in a square. Yes, it's a box. It's called a coffin. No, that's not it, although that is true. It's a rectangle with a rounded top. Rounded top, kind of like when Brady lays down. Dome. All Thank right. you. Thank you, James. Admiral Stockdale. Is that his name? James. Yes. James Stockdale. <laughs> a little like Ed McMahon. Only funnier. I never found Ed funny. Ed was always a straight man, but never a funny man. You gonna ever introduce anybody else, or am I just gonna yeah, keep this up on my life? All right, the top middle square, uh, they're gonna be releasing all the UFO information on Discovery Channel next week. So it's the expert, Agent right. K, Tommy Lee Jones. I had two dreams about this the other night, and I had to, had to reset everything. You know, I always believe people are smart, and they can handle the truth. A person is smart. People are dumb. That's what you have to remember. Try to tell people there's aliens out there, they're gonna freak out, and that's for sure. And that's from K. Because I was a men in black and now an expert. Hell exactly right. Hell That'll happen. I just figured someday 
God would come down and sort me out. I guess if I was him, I wouldn't do it either. These are just lines I say in movies, and it's gotten me on a commission to talk about aliens. Go figure. I can't do it. I don't know how it works. All right, in the top right square, well, uh, he's looking for a job. It's Rudy Giuliani. looking for a job. I'm a lawyer. I just can't get a job anytime I want. Jeez, this guy. You're just not allowed to practice law. That's it looks all. great, really. Oh, it looks great. I just sprayed it on this morning, and it looks fantastic. Hopefully it's not too hot or it doesn't rain, or my hair will bleed the color that I sprayed into it. It's an unbelievable feeling. Hey, uh, look, Mr. J- Judgey over here, birthday boy. I don't need you telling me that I can't have a job. I'm a lawyer. I'm a former mayor. I'm an entertainer. I can do all sorts of things. I'm just not allowed to practice Singer, law, dancer. ever do politics again, or will ever be hired onto a television show. But I, I look, I'm fine. Landscaping. I can do landscaping, landscaping over at the Paradise Inn, whoever I was. That was a, it was a little mistake, big deal, but we went through with it. There's a strip club and an adult bookshop next door. Look, Trump got me fired from a lot of things, but I'm fine. Do you, do you need a lawyer? No. I'm Are you good. sure? Because I know a Brett lot of people. Does. Brett needs a lawyer. You need a lawyer. But Brett has lawyers. Look, I'm I'll, connected. Look, I've defended worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'll be a lawyer, Brett. It's great. It'll be perfect. You commit crimes and act like you don't. I'm the exact same thing. I do the exact same thing. It's an amazing thing. I just pretend I don't commit them, and then I just show up in court and tell everybody else they're crazy. How's my hair? Is it still bleeding? Great. Okay, thanks. Keep an eye on that for me, Brady. All right, in the middle left square, uh, well, there is some uh, Jamie Lee Curtis news, so Arnold Schwarzenegger's here to tell us all about it. Right. I heard you guys talking this morning about uh, my show with the Jamie Lee Curtis when she did the True Lies. What an amazing movie. Me and Tom Arnold. Fighting bad guys. Very funny. Very funny. We were very, I was very funny. I helped Tom Arnold with his timing a little bit. And then Jamie Lee Curtis took her clothes off. And remember, this was before she didn't <laughs> improperly all over the place. And she has to take these pills and all these medicines and foods and stuff to make it so she doesn't have the, you know, like everybody get down and then she sprays <laughs> all over the place because she the butt doesn't flabby, work anymore. Not back in the day. No, she did have Homburg's right. Uh, in the proper lighting, it was like a cottage cheese factory. It looked like uh, old socks in a hefty bag. It wasn't pretty. So then we turned the lights down, and we let her dance, and then all you guys fell for it. But I had to see it firsthand. And let me tell you, the bucket next to my chair and through lies was filled with vomit within seconds while she danced. Her cottage cheese bottom all over the place. Hell damage is not even the best way to describe it. It was hell. Do not buy the Blu-ray of that movie. Do not buy the Blu-ray of that. Or the brown ray is what she calls it now because she can't take properly anymore. All right, in the middle square, uh, he's ready to party this week, and it's Honky Tonk Brady. All right, Holmes, all right. We going Honky Tonkin'. That's right, my boy Steve Trevino's in town. Is that how you say it, Trevino? Yes. Yeah, that's the Spanish pronunciation. Steve and I are pretty much cut from the same cloth, you know. I'm, I was a Loretta Lynn fan back in the day, and uh, I like to drink and do cocaine. <laughs> so I get to hang out with Steve. Go to clubs th- in Vegas? Three things I like doing, you know. Uh, I like uh, fighting. I like f***ing. I like honky-tonking. <laughs> I'm a fighting honky-tonking. What about man. Sunday? And then get ready for church on Sunday. Got to be there for church on Sunday. Got to get right with God, like Steve says. I was with Steve in Vegas. We had bottled service at a club. I was. I got in. Called him up. I'm like, Steve Trevino, your boy's in town. Ready to do some tonking? And he called us down. We went into the club, and he got we got bottles. Heavy tonking. And then he came to my house, and we made powdered donut lines. And we never, ever, ever, ever had any donuts. I haven't slept since the last time I saw Steve Trevino. Then old Dick Knot got involved. That was pretty sweet. Tying our dicks and knots. I made a little garlic knot. <laughs> Get it? You pull yours out, and Tim licks the tip. It's weird. Party in with Steve Trevino and Gilbert. We're going over to Gilbert. We're going to go to that, uh, what's it called? Uh, 
at the, the Honky Tonk Bar in Gilbert. Dirt, 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 dirt. That's where we're going to Honky Tonk down there. Get some of them fine. It might ass. be too crowded. It's busy down there. I'll get out of there by 8 o'clock. I'm, like, I'm not a madman. i got to get home to bed. Eat at 4. Get, yeah, we'll get a nice steak sandwich. Half price at 4 appetite. o'clock over at the Texas Grill. Hit the half price Happy Pappy. We're going to do some Honky Tonk. I'm Honky Tonk Brady Bogan. My friend Steve Travigno's in town. We're going to do cocaine and drink out of bottles. All night. <laughs> All night long. At least till 8. Party closed up at 8. All right, in the middle right square, uh, the Suns lost. He's a little sad. It's, over. it's Charles Barkley. It's all over. Just count on nothing. Nothing about this. Is the Suns should be down two one. That's for first of all, knuckleheads. Listen up. Your team's going to lose this series. It's not going to go well. I remember '94. We played the Rockets. We beat them the first two games. The whole city was like, "This is the best team Suns ever had. We're going to win it. We have a championship." And we lost. We lost four in a row. The next year, we had the Rockets down two zero, and we lost four in a row. I see the writings on the wall. The Clippers are going to the championship. Devin Booker looked like the Phantom of the Opera. He's not going to do nothing. It's all over. Let's just count on it. Mark it down. Clippers and six. Guy Fieri was wearing a Clippers jersey last night. I saw Guy Fieri as a douchebag. <laughs> I concur. That's one thing Charles and I agree on. That's Guy Fieri a douchebag. How does Shaq get in here? This was my square. You was the son for like three minutes. Shaq this. I don't know what they called you, jackass. <laughs> All right, in the bottom left square, it's Brady's secret square. Give us some hints, Brady. Man, no. Oh, no. And the 141 thing. Guys, I can't hear I the, can't the insensitive laughing. Let the lady speak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went to Harvard. Why do you have a bruise on your forehead? Read my lips. Who is Sloth from the Goonies? Why do you have a bruise on your forehead? Somebody rearranged the living room furniture. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you this is up smash your head into it? Do <laughs> you need a drink? No. Are you sure? Yeah. What do you want? Water! <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Still remembers her first words. <laughs> uh, in the bottom middle square, uh, he's upset he's not in F9. It's Jason Statham. I'm not in F9. Roger, I drive faster than all those gents. Much faster than them. This movie's going to be terrible. Of course I didn't see it. I'm not in it. I was in Hobbs and Shaw. I'm faster than these guys. Jeremy, you think I'm fast? That's right. I'm fastest. faster than all these chins. Why am I not in this movie? It's going to be terrible. Big mistake. Of course it is. I'm Hobbs and or Shaw. <laughs> I should have been in this movie. How come I'm not in this? Doesn't make any sense to anyone, really, does it? No, you're Hobbs and Shaw. First name Hobbs, middle name and and Shaw. Shaw. That's right. They made a movie about it. Can't you want to go to space? Drive yeah, fast. I want to drive fast in space. I'd be the fastest driver up there. I move very fast. That's why I'm in this series. What did you take me out? Who talked you into this? Is the Germans? <laughs> All right, in the bottom right square, it's the boss man himself, Trippery. Yeah! What a night last night. I hate that Patrick Beverly. Anyway, I went over to John's last night, and I was up for a great time. Sun's game, guy's night out, and the next thing you know, I'm hearing about Brady's fascination with thigh stop chicken wings. I don't even know what it is. So I left early. I left my mark, though. I took a huge <laughs> John's bathroom and giggled my way out. <laughs> I brought a bunch of cheese to the party. Yeah, because nobody gets cheese in Maricopa County without going through me. I'm the Maricopa cheesemonger. Hee <laughs> hee. It was fun to it was see. The best trip. It was, you know what? Sometimes you have to hang around the riffraff to let them know you're human. 
so I was nice to Brady for a minute. <laughs> I patted him on the back. A full minute? I gave him his time. I spoke with Kevin Ray, voice of the Suns. He seemed pleasant. And then other people showed up, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> Megan's not here. I gotta go. I wanted to honky-tonk. I wanted to honky-tonk and no one was there except Brady. And trust me, if I asked, he'd tonk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh All right, who we got in line? Richard and Brandy. Brandy, are you there? Yes. Richard, are you there? I'm here. All right, Brandy, you're a girl. Pick a square. Go. Agent K. All right, she's taking Tommy like Lee Agent Jones, K. Agent K, oh, hey. top like middle it. square. I like being I like being the first one chosen. It's going to get me out of here earlier, and I'm a very old man. <laughs> what are you looking at? Stare at me that long, you got some problem. Better ask him a question. He might. Uh, you got, I got a question. Your memory. I got, True my or memory's false, not there uh, anymore. Mr. K. How many cats you got now? Just two. Half of them wild, half of them just outlaws. All right, true or false, sir? I speak in quotes. <laughs> Japan was the first country outside of the U.S. to get a Starbucks location. Loretta, where you been all day? Do you? I'm allowed to go out this house. You are not allowed to leave unless Dude tells you to. Let's go honky-tonk. I'm going to go honky-tonk with Brady and his new Mexican friend <laughs> down there at the border. Ever tell you about old Charlie Steiner thrashing around with that beef, broke his shoulder? I speak in quotes. What was the question? True or false? Japan was the first country outside of the U.S. to get a Starbucks location. What would I know about any of that? I don't know what's going on around there. Or, or Jesus Christ, lady, screaming <laughs> false at us like that. The men, the men are talking, Loretta. Quiet down. I'm going to have to say Japan got a Starbucks. Godzilla smashed it. I don't know. Was I in that movie? Probably blew it up in one of the movies I was in. I'll say that's true. All right, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? Agree. That's right, it is true. X gets the square, even though she said false before. <laughs> well, she realized that a man gave an answer and was probably right. That's a good woman right there. Somebody should hang on to her, even though she fumbles her phone around. She's, she's got wind. no hands. Are you in a hot air balloon, honey? Are you a sky dancer? <laughs> Two men. All right, All right Richard, uh, pick a square. Uh, we'll do Giuliani. He's going with Rudy right. G. He's going to hire me as a lawyer. You can do that too. You can do it either way, Richard. Do you need law Just help? Not in New York. Let me ask you something. Do you need law help? Because that's a new. Uh, I I've might. Ju- I've ju- good. Oh, this is good because Lerner, Rowe, and Giuliani is now a thing. <laughs> I have to t- I have to tag on. They don't know it yet, but I'm just I, look. They'll take the job. I'm going to get in on this thing. I'm going to stand in front of their office until they invite me in, and then I'm just going to take a desk until they go. Rudy's not leaving, and then I'm just going to stand and be a lawyer. I'm going to be an accident injury lawyer. I'm going to get you in and out of these accidents. Get a DUI. I can do this. If I can get Trump off of all this stuff, I can get you off a of DUI. There's no question about it. Richard, do you like to drink? I do. All right, I let's get you behind the wheel. Then this is a good idea. Interact. Give me a check. I'm Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> This is fantastic. Remember when I stood on the rubble in 9-11? God, that was a great moment for me. Sorry, America. I I know it was tough for you, but I really, I look back at that as my uh, halcyon days. Those are the best moments of my life. I wish those those jackasses and turbans would knock something else down. I I shine in those moments. (laughs) All right, Rudy, true or false? Which one of you is uh, one of Jesse White's tumblers? Because please stop doing it. The phone is going crazy. 
Your hair, sir. It's Seriously. Running. Running. Yeah, Just hold running. still on the phone. Don't, you don't have to dance around like this. It's nuts. All right. There you go. True what was false, the question? Rudy. Yes. There are eight colors in a rainbow. I don't know. Ask a homo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why, why, why do people say I can't have a job? I don't understand. Brett liked that too much. Roy, yeah, R-O-Y, G-B-I-V. There's, there's red, orange, yellow, uh, gold. Yes. Indigo. <laughs> Indigo. <laughs> glitter, sequins, and gays. That's eight. Clear white. Three Gs. R-O-Y, Roy, orange, yellow, red, orange, yellow. Green. Green. Then you got the, the biv, the blue, indigo, violet, homo, eight. There's eight, there's eight colors in a homo rainbow. Where's white? That's how homos end everything. Yeah, clear. Clear. <laughs> clear? That's how you start. I'll say this. I, I can only come up with seven. All right, he says false. I rest at seven. I thought V was viscous. Viscous is not a color. Oh, oh. <laughs> Neither's twink. Yeah, it's false. Twink is a color. It's pink. Why it rhymes. You say it's false. He says false. He, okay, so you agree. That's right. It That's is right. false for seven. Oh, hits the square. Nice. Excellent. All right, Brandy, you pick the square. Honky Tonk Brady. Honky Tonk Brady. You a married lady there, Brandy? She's a fine girl. Yes. What a good wife you would be. I'd honky tonk on you. <laughs> what do you weigh? One thirty. One thirty. What are you six? And a woman weighs one thirty. No, I used to be a stripper. That's how I met my Whoa, husband. Hey, yeah. Nice, nice, classy with a capital K. <laughs> nice. Some cocaine with Brady. You were a. St- you want to come out with me and Steve Trevino do this week? A couple weekend? of ropes. And do a couple of thin white lines. <laughs> I love Palestine. Fishing. Yeah, who bring Kirby with? Fishing dreams of passion. Maybe. <laughs> Running through my mind. All the while, I'm honky tonking you. What? <laughs> Let's get this done. Honky tonk right, Brady's getting hard. There, Brady. Okay. Harry Styles is the first male to appear on the cover of Vogue. <laughs> what? That's what a honky tonk man would say. I hang out with Loretta Lynn now, or at least people who do. Loretta. There are no fans of that Harry Styles watermelon sugar. Yuck. Uh, Harry Styles first man to appear on Vogue? That can't be right. Vogue's been around forever. I think Lena Dunham was on the cover. She's more of a man than Harry Styles. I'll say that's false. All right, he says false. Do you agree or disagree? Um, I agree. Ah, uh, you shouldn't have done that. Oh. It's true. Hey, uh, Brandy, before I get bounced out of this game, are your, is all your equipment OEM? <laughs> as a stripper, no, you probably a got, a, you got a couple aftermarket parts. <laughs> Here's two at least, no. right? You got one of them Cardi B butts? <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. No, I'm all natural. Are you WAP or DAP? <laughs> Honky Tonk Man needs to know. Do I bring lube to this oh, party or do you come preset? <laughs> She's like a she's like a jar of STP. She's slippery. Ten W thirty, baby. I'm going in. Right. Sorry, I got a little excited. I started, All right, Richard. I started honky tonking a little too hard. All right, Richard, you can take Brady's secret square for the win. Yes, let's do that. Wah, wah. She's thirsty. Hundred and forty one. Hundred and forty one year old thirsty lady. Oh man, you know, I kind of know, 
You kind of know? I don't know. I don't want to take the wrong guess. Well, guess what? Uh, oh, it'd be great if you did. Harley. No, don't say anything. He's going to guess something wrong, and it's going to be worse than Brady's thing. Go ahead and guess it. <laughs> I was going to guess Jeremy. Ah! <laughs> 141-year-old. Sort of semi-mentally slow. That's yeah. a win. <laughs> no, we got it. We can't do it. <laughs> do you know who it is, Brandy? Brady, give some more clues. It's not Loretta Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> o still gets the square. Correct? Or X, the case, X, then... X gets the square. Yeah. I'm sorry. X gets the square. All right. Uh, Brandy, you get to pick again. It's Helen Keller, you guys. Oh. Yeah. Wawa. <laughs> it's a big giveaway. All right. Go ahead. Brandy didn't say O. Oh. Yeah. All right. Brandy, go ahead. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's going to be around the corner. I will be for the win because otherwise it's going to be a cat's game. That's how we have to go. Always come to me when you want this thing solved. I solve puzzles. That's what I do. And make it happen. Don't I, Brady? I like to go honky-tonking with Brady. You know what I like? You like Steve Trevino. I like Mexican women. You can have sex with your little Mexican friend, man. And then I'll have sex with his wife and make little Conendez babies like I did my maid. Brady jiggles, though, Arnold. Brady jiggles all the time because you know why? If it jiggles, it's fat. Brady's like a bowl of jello in an earthquake. Being shook around. Oh, look at that. There's Jamie Lee Curtis dancing for me. There I am. Look at that. Do it slower. That part looks good. And then you get to the back end and it's all cottage cheese. It looks like somebody poured a bunch of pineapples into a small Ziploc. Brandy, I want to play with your phony fun bags. I do. She used to be a stripper, and then she met her husband. And he took her away from all that because he's a classy fellow. He takes ladies out of strip clubs when he goes there. He doesn't just masturbate; he marries them. Impressive. All right, all right, Arnold. Good lord. True or false? Post, Mar- Mo- Post Malone's real name is Austin Post. All right, I'll go ahead and I'll say that's true. I don't know who Post Malone is or Austin Post, but I assume they're modern-day hipster-type dance machines. So I go ahead and say that's probably Post Malone is probably the same name. That makes sense to me. All right, he says true. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, shoot. Um, I would have... Wait a minute. Is that the kid? Is this post Great Nuts? Is that that kid to make the Great Nuts? I love that stuff. I love post Great Nuts. You know who likes that too? Jamie Lee Curtis, because it makes her more regular. Fiber. Yeah, it gives Go her lots of fiber. She needs more of that. What are you asking me? Yes, true. true. <laughs> Brandy, do you agree or disagree? Um, I do believe that's his real name, actually, yes. That's right, it is true, Brandy. Oh, champion. Nice job, Brandy. Well done. Hold on. Win for strippers everywhere. That's right, strippers, another I think strippers remain undefeated on the Guadalupe Square. Another squad. one. Yeah, they got another one. <laughs> Should have just started playing some of that music until she danced on the phone. That's probably what she was doing with all that noise and everything in the background. Yeah, yeah that, maybe she was point, still yeah. dancing. Oh, You're right. Oh. She was just banging into the pole. Or Brandy on pole number yeah. one, please. Or it's hard to hold a baby, dance, and talk on the phone. <laughs> on the trivia platform. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> that smell isn't the food, everybody. There's Brandy. She's a fine girl. Uh, all right, that's it. We're done. Let's get out of here. Friday's come and gone already. I'm going to go. I don't know if I told you guys. I'm going to go to Los Angeles. What? what oh, what are you going there's on a there? There's a game. There's a game I'm going to hit. I'm just going to hit Soccer? Again. You going with Dale Hellstrom? No, Dale's not invited. Oh, all right. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Uh, anyway, so Dale yeah. Dale can't fit on regular-sized planes, can he? 
No. A cargo plane. And cargo. I'm not, yeah, Dale's first class ticket. Flies He's JSX don't have a C-130 on their fleet. <laughs> 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 he has to load in like cars from behind. I don't want to walk through an airport with Dale. It would take forever. And I'm walking slow right now. Yeah, we'll be fine. But I just thought I was just going to rub it in. Because not only am I going to the game, uh, and win or lose doesn't really matter to me. Because I'm going to be in 80 degree weather in the daytime. So you guys have a great weekend, huh? You too. It'll be 79, 80. I'm going to eat under Trip Reeb's head at the palm. <laughs> Big weekend plan. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, you guys didn't get advice. Sorry, your friends aren't cool enough to yeah. grab those things. Yeah. You stay at Trip's life. palatial estate. Look for me on TV at the uh, Clippers game because Kevin got us close. We're down right there. In fact, I'm guaranteed five minutes. I'm going to play. So yeah, that's <laughs> I how just good want a picture are. with you and Trip's. Oh, heritage. you'll get it if I find Trip's face on that wall. I will. <laughs> I'm, I'm drawing a little mustache on it. Excuse me, folks. <laughs> Got to get a quick uh, this is my boss, selfie really. here. I know this is your table, but yeah. excuse me for a second. And then a guy, a manager will come over and goes, ah, it's that uh, Trip Reeve. I remember. He's still alive? Yeah, he's, he's out in Phoenix now. And then they just start erasing him. Oh, he's in Phoenix, huh? Yeah. Why would Jay Buhner want a picture? <laughs> right. Jay Buhner loves Trip Reeve. <laughs> Jay Buhner with AIDS is really enjoying Trip Reeve's photo. Uh, we're done. Uh, anybody going anywhere? No. I'm going to Los Angeles. I don't know if I told you guys. I just know if you guys have any place. All right. Uh, that's it. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Jeremy's birthday, and we'll see you Monday right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.